I went to school with a woman named Bridget Mora. No relation. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Kind of Funny Podcast. I'm one of your best friends, Greg Miller, alongside the producer slash seducer, Nick Scar. No. Then you just made that up. Which part? The Bridget Mara thing. 100% I went to school with Bridget Mara. You're Why kidding would he make me. that up? I said no relation. It's Greg. I said no <laughs> relation. It's Greg. Why would he spend minutes. 45 minutes of the pre-show talking about how small water could get in a video game that's never going to come out? That John she was in Iron Man 2. Who was she in Iron Man 2, Tim? U.S. Marshal. I can go into the fucking information zone of the internet. <laughs> you're, thinking, you're thinking Sam Rockwell's wife, though. Who I'm was... thinking Kate Mara. <laughs> Who's in it? You said she was a reporter. <laughs> like he's she, she was something. She was like talking to him in the car. <laughs> doesn't matter. Kate Mara is in Iron Man 2. I don't know too. if you can prove that. I know. Yeah, wow, Wikipedia <laughs> says Can we call it. Bridget Mara and see if her non-sister was in that movie? Look her up in the yearbook. Find her information. In the yearbook? Yeah. I, I think her information's it. changed since like our 8th grade yearbook. I mean, her, but her name has and her face has. Does she still her wear funny scrunchies? Recognition. I like. Here's why did do. you jump to the yearbook rather than Facebook or any Here's other? What Here's what you wow, do. a photo of a girl that could be from the Dragon any Tattoo. Movie. That could literally. It says that Netflix be, yeah. on it. Tim. It, it says it the one shining light in Iron Man Two. It says Netflix. The Netflix banners on it. That's clearly from season one of House of Cards. So your random friend that you knew in high school, Kevin Spacey. Yeah. What's she holding there? It looks like a potato. Kevin Spacey's career. Jesus. Oh, yeah, she was super hot. I remember that. Okay, so Kate Mara, or Bridget Mara, your random friend from high school. Sure. You take a high photo. or college? What, nah, we were to get... What we, if she oh. got married? What if she changed her name? You won't know that. So what uh-huh. you do, you take a photo, you post it to Facebook, and then it automatically goes, are you talking about this person? Do you want to tag this person Holy in this shit, photo? Man. Yeah. Yeah. Again, though, I think yeah. if I knew how to no. use Facebook... No, because it happens to me all the time whenever Kind of Funny Best Friends will take photos of me. And they'll put them on their Facebook and like, oh, I, I met Andy over the weekend or whatever at RTX or whatever. Yeah, and then it'll like say like, hey, here's a photo of you. Is it? Do you want to tag yourself in this? Because you know this person's posting a photo of you, yeah. and it's always like weird I mean, how they do really that. Really smart though. I never thought about using it for evil. <laughs> <laughs> you never, you know? never thought about using Facebook for evil. <laughs> wow, you're the not only in, person. Not on in the that way, man. That's pretty impressive. Good for you. You got. You, but I mean, you're making me turn evil, on Facebook. Though? I thought we were just trying to find out. Who Bridget Mara is to make sure that she is related to these nice Maras. Bridget, She's not. I feel like that's been that's been confirmed to my knowledge. Clear. There's two T's. To your knowledge, that's what I'm no, saying. You spelled it right. Well, I mean, the, what? The I mean, right there. Top one. I don't know. Is it? <laughs> 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 I don't. No, that's not her. No, she's too young. Yeah. <laughs> I don't see now. This is where I struggle because I just don't use Facebooks, and I'm already like I'm out in the wind here. Of, like, did you did you make a plural? There's got to be a way. What the Facebooks? There's got to be a way right off of, like, it's smart. Like, I have my schools on here, right? I shouldn't be able to go, like, broom, broom, like that kind of thing. Home in. I bet if you just typed it in, you would find it. I just did. No, it's just just Google search with with the name of the school. We also should not be encouraging people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> LinkedIn is the best way to stalk names. somebody. What's that? LinkedIn is the best way to stalk someone. It is, but you <laughs> my have to favorite, be real careful uh, that you're not signed in. My favorite thing about it is, like, it's, like, totally whatever it's our world but like somewhere in some accounting firm or something somebody's gonna walk over to like this bridge's desk and be like you're from illinois right (laughs) 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 you go to school with greg oh yeah i haven't thought about him in years why he's talking about you randomly (laughs) on a podcast are you what was he saying he was saying you're not related to the famous morris (laughs) (laughs) and i came and found you because of it oh man over here the hispanic heartthrob mandy cortez hey guys it is christmas in november joey noel we're so close we are so close close. and then Forbes, 30 under 30, mm-hmm. a.k.a. the best baby blues Number in San Francisco, baby. a.k.a. the verified one at Tim Gettys. 
Let's hit most. Greg. Yeah. Where do you come down on this bullshit? I love where, where you're go, starting. I love where you're starting. Fucking this horrible bullshit where we go straight from Halloween to Christmas with zero fucks given toward Thanksgiving. Oof, I mean, they're so tangential to each other, though. But it's a different thing. I've okay, said one it. One is to give thanks to Jesus for saving us, our Lord and Savior. And the other one is to give thanks Moses. to the fucking Plymouth Rocks. Yep. <laughs> I've said we it before, and I'll say it again. <laughs> those damn good rocks. <laughs> said it before, and I'll say it again. Yeah. Thanksgiving, yeah. overrated. I, think how, it's underrated. I don't know how you could possibly say that with how low it's rated. It's pretty much it's pretty rated. Come here, come here, wait, yeah. wait, whoa, 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 Why? Why? Because everybody, oh man, oh, I can't wait to eat so much mediocre food and get stuffed. Get out of here. Mediocre food. Give me food? a hot dog or a fucking pepperoni za. You know what I'm saying? Pepperoni, man. Greg, no, but I love it. I love it though because I never get to eat that food. So when I get it once, and you a never year, get to see those people. Yeah, yeah. It's how, how much? But how much do you like? You, you never back, get to eat that Cowboys, food. You, know? you never get to eat that food. Yeah. Okay. Cool. So like the rest, you could make a turkey and some dry ass fucking yams anytime you want, but you don't because you make better food. No, it's the mashed. Potatoes. Hey, why would I get some of this fucking instant stuff and garbo out of the bag? Shove it in here. You know, shove it up this thing's ass. Here's what it's all about. It's the mashed potatoes. It's the turkey, right? And then afterwards, you top it off. With a little cheesecake, right? Maybe strawberry, blueberry. So what Cowboys about some pumpkin game pie? Ends. Cowboys game ends. Maybe the night game is starting. Maybe you're getting ready to go out. It's like, I can go for some leftovers right now. I could go for some seconds. It's still in the microwave. Sure. Just got to heat that bad boy up. Sure. It's like a whole, it's great. I love Thanksgiving. Dude. Speaking Overrated. of uh, mashed potatoes, a couple days ago, me, Kevin, Nick went out for lunch. Uh, and Kevin was really excited about getting some some tortas. As he does. Oh, I was because I said tortas that one day. And so Kev got excited about it. Ke- uh, Andy, what is a torta? Dude, I don't know. We I never fucking ate tortas growing up. I, I believe. No Kevin, Tim, what it, is what? What is it? It's a Mexican sandwich that uh, has a lot of the same components as a burrito. Yes. Uh, components as what? A burrito. Burrito. Okay. So it's a burrito, but in hamburger form. Uh, the, honestly, the only way I've ever really heard torta is from like when Taco Bell comes out with their version of it. You <laughs> know, that's like the only sort of commercialization I've heard of that. You know what I mean? It's weird. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. Well, thought you were gonna. You're more educated. No, this. no, I haven't. Doesn't matter. No idea. Even you not knowing, you'd probably know that they don't include mashed potatoes. But for some reason, Kevin got wait, like, what? At a Mexican restaurant? He thought a torta had mashed <laughs> like, potatoes no, in it? He just kept misspeaking. But it happened multiple times now, where he was talking about beans. Kevin looks so <laughs> mad. <laughs> he was. You guys don't understand. I was here for this. Kevin was so excited to get this torta. And he could not have been more crestfallen when he started eating this thing <laughs> he was just like this is the most just fuck it. like this is the worst experience of my life because he wanted the torta to I be one thing and it just wasn't wanted, yeah bring me up to speed what, what did I you just, want i out of wanted the it to have refried beans right okay. okay but i kept accidentally saying mashed potatoes <laughs> like you kept it i just wish it had mashed potatoes <laughs> but i also was on like three different phone calls where i kept running in and out and i had spilled something on my shirt so where's I felt... the spaghetti huh <laughs> <laughs> but also mashed potatoes you never had a thanksgiving sandwich no not on a Burrito. Now here's no, the thing. That's I not think what I said, Joey. I'm, nobody's talking about burrito. The right mashed now. potatoes, no, but I have put confusion. stuffing on a Thanksgiving sandwich. You've never put mashed potatoes on there? No, because that's like putting bread on bread. Oh, I, yeah, I've put it. I've done it. Isn't that? Isn't stuffing like putting bread on bread? Yeah, hundred yeah, percent. But it tastes better. That's how I feel about. No, I'm, d- I'm down with the mashed potato sandwich, Kevin. I'm, I'm with you on that. It's just I just love that with the, the combination of taste in your mouth. 
You find her? I was just misspeaking. I, I know. You it was just very just, funny. You kept asking about it. <laughs> you kept getting it wrong. And, I, and it was one of those things where, like, I was, like, pulling up emails and trying to find a phone number. And I kept saying mashed potato. But there was And nothing. then somewhere in there, you guys were like, is that what you mean? And I was like, I looked up and I was like, oh, no, I mean. And then I couldn't remember refried beans. <laughs> but he would do. It was It was a long day, admittedly, because it was the end of last week. And he would every so often, as we Tim and I were chatting. I mean, we so also to be fair to me, this happened three times. Yeah. Then he would look down at the sandwich <laughs> and just go like this. Oh man! <laughs> as he remembered yet again that it didn't have I was potatoes on the so memory, just like short circuiting every sixty seconds. I get it. I get it. He was going through a lot of emotions. I really wanted and the main us? the main emotion disappointment over uh, this yeah, fucking torta. This goddamn <laughs> torta that was not made it. For the most part, it was a sandwich with uh, what uh, a pastor meat in it. Okay, and it was just like this is not what. That's my thing is I've never every what? time I see the torta in the taco truck window and it's like you know the poster board I'm like that doesn't look good. But then I always remember Ryan Geddes back at IGN used to get them all the time from the taco truck. Did he? Know? And he enjoyed them a lot. Yeah, I have an anti torta agenda. I just feel like if you're gonna I go to a Mexican place, why get a sandwich? Why not get a because it's a Mexican style sandwich. Get, isn't the bur- isn't the burrito the Mexican style sandwich? No, I see where you're going. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> that's yeah. like a burrito like, sandwich. Perfect the sandwich it's with the burrito, sandwich. the burrito. But it's like it's, a, it's, it's more video. like a wrap. Is the gyro? No, no, no. See, I think what happened was they saw it's like a hot sandwich pocket. and said, "No, that's dumb. It has too many areas that can fall out. Yeah. We're gonna wrap it up." And then bougie ass people in Southern California were like. We're going to culturally appropriate that into the wrap. I want 360 coverage around this. Yeah, that's what they said. Oh, the best when you get the T-belt and they fold the ends and then in. You're like, oh, my God, man. It's like a little fucking. Oh. Every once in a while, I'll forget that I haven't had a curry up now burrito in a while. I'll be like, oh, yeah, it's They're time. Real it's time. You want to do it like tomorrow? It's time. I mean, we'll see. <laughs> have you been? Have you ever been to Del Taco? No. They do a thing that I'm, I'm split <laughs> on. I've driven by it mm. several times when I lived in Austin. I know what you're talking about. You know about. what I'm talking about, Joe? I where. It's all, there's always a moment where I open up the burrito. I, I get two different kinds of burrito from Taco Bell. I get just at a the same bean time? cheese burrito. Yeah. Bean I'll, cheese I'll burrito with green sauce. Burrito, and then I'll get a five layer beefy, cheesy beefy burrito. And I don't know which one's which because I can't beef, open it up beefy. to see. And they never fold the paper correctly. Yeah. You ever you do a small they, bite out of each one? That's oh. my problem. So Del Taco does this thing where when you get the burrito, it's open on one end, which is great. Unless it's been tipped over the wrong way, and you just open up the package and it's all beans and cheese. But at least you know which one you're gonna get. That was when Fun Nick used to come out. Mm. Yeah, combo burrito. The green sauce at Del Taco. No, you're just so God great. Damn it, Joe. You were almost perfect. <laughs> I've said that a lot about Joey. I know, right? Yeah. You know I'll tell you what I'm looking forward to is at, you know after the Thanksgiving festivities, the following day for maybe, Christmas, maybe two days after. Uh, uh, no, after Thanksgiving. Uh, my mom will make turkey tacos. Ooh, wait a second. Mm-hmm. Does she grind up the turkey or is it like just pulled turkey? It's it's like it's like shredded turkey, yeah. right? And then uh, with uh, 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 corn, yeah, flour to, or corn tortillas. Corn tortilla, like, not a shell. And then with uh, you put a little sauce in there. You put a little uh, uh, like lettuce. Cheese. Okay. Yeah. Um, you can put cheese if you want, but sure. I don't. Uh, and it is, oh my god, it's so great because it's in like some red. Uh, Kevin, uh, like a. Uh, um, it's there's this it's this one powder this red powder that Chili. you make into like a uh, into like a bones uh, like a stew. Kevin's not coming to the rescue because you didn't you didn't back it's, him up twice. A, I, mean, I don't know why my, my I mean, brain I'm is trying. going to toma, my brain is going to tomatillo, but it's not tomatillo. No, that's green. Mm. Yeah, I've, like I, I've, it's just red sauce. Norte tomate. Mm. Northern, Northern tomato. 
<laughs> it's 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 like a thing that you you, you marinate the the meat in, and it's got yeah. a really good salty taste to it. Sure. Holy shit, it's delicious, dude! It's delicious. My tests sound really good. But actually. my but my mom would put them on. She would put the corn tortillas on the grill, and they'll get a little fried, like a little bit. <sighs> yeah. No, you this know? can't be right. Not fried, but like. Yes, it's that, but that's how you make the this sort of. It's it, a, like a taco. it's a paste. It's a red paste. That's a little. Well, bitter. you do that and you mix it in with a fluid, and then you yeah. get your base going. And then it's, it's a, like yeah. a good bouillon cube, you know? No, no. I, but it, I think this. Oh, it's a powder. Tomato bouillon. Yeah, that, but then what it's, do they it's, think of it's, next? To get spicy, to get salty. It's that delicious. looks like the thing that all like everyone had the thing in their kitchen, and it was like for me, it was the bouillon cubes where yeah. it was like I'd open the fridge and I'd always see them in there, and it was just. Like that vision of that the one thing that I had no fucking idea what we used them for, <laughs> but they were always in my kitchen. It was like the one constant of my childhood. Sure, you know, like do you guys have that? Thing? Oh yeah, yeah. The things you, you you never saw your mom use, but they were always on the door. Just it was there. baking hey, soda. Baking what soda. the fuck is baking well, that's soda? To, used that's for there to besides s- volcanoes. No, it's odors. there to suck up the odors. Yeah, so you, you keep your fridge open. Open. It's supposed to be open. There was one in there. It was fighting the good fight. I don't know if it can do it anymore. But I feel like I would always see baking soda in. The not cold part. You can cook with it too. Powder. Well, you can, yeah, you can Fried soda is better. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, uh, if you didn't know, everybody, Bridget Mara is doing pretty good. We found her. She does not spell her name the same as Rooney Mara, so that's on me, I guess. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> also, this is the kind of funny podcast each and every week on a variety of platforms. We talk to you about the things that are going on in our life. This table, I'm just off the fucking rails today, everybody. Uh, you know, it's our lives, what's going on, all that jazz. If you like it, you can go to patreon.com slash kindoffunny where you can get the show as one big video on MP3 ad-free, pre- and post-show included. We need a bumper crop 30-minute pre-show before this one. Never heard that before. Bumper crop? Yeah. What does that mean? It means like it's a huge, like, you know, a a huge harvest. Mm. You know what I mean? Bumper. A bumper crop. Mm. Sometimes you say things and Tim looks at me and I go, I I don't know. Like, I can't verify that that's an actual term. Anthony, have you ever heard of a bumper crop? Yeah. Bumper crop. That means it just stuck like a ton of something. Yeah. Yeah. In agriculture, a bumper crop is a crop that has yielded an unusually productive harvest. A bumper crop can also be a source of problems, (laughs) such as when there is insufficient storage space, barns, grain bins, etc., for an overlarge crop. Hmm. So you look like an idiot, and yeah. you look like an idiot. I, I don't look like. I was just trying to get. I'm Greg Miller, like man of the people. You. I, you know, I'm out there, and like they're always like, "Greg, how's the corn this year?" And I go, <laughs> I smell the dirt, and I'm like, "Man, it's coming in good." Yeah. Oh, you're <laughs> you're predicting how the corn's going to be by the smell of the dirt. Corn is the corn is his right knee, the rain is his left elbow. Ah, yeah. uh, if you don't have any bucks, it's also our way at Patreon.com/slash Kind of Funny. No big dirt. deal. <laughs> <laughs> Rammed it into your face. <laughs> the show goes up each and every Friday. It's one big bad. video. No pre and post show. You got have to do the ads. Too bad, everybody. Uh, today, thank you to our Patreon <laughs> producer, Kieran O'Donnell. We're brought to you by Mint Mobile and Felix Gray. But we'll talk about that later. Mm-hmm. Hey, Anthony. Oh, hello. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Did y'all, did y'all get rested? You rest up? Yeah. Nope. Nope. Yeah, How you feeling, these? I'm good. I'm good. I got a quick. Uh, I got a quick 16, 17 hours of sleep. Yeah, good. You know, good. <laughs> just real short and sweet. Got right back up. Yeah. 100%. What time did you stay here the other night? Oh, we closed it out, brother. We closed it out, dude. Oh, you went the oh whole. You went the distance. I went. I went. Not you only know, we're talking, of course, Extra Life was this past weekend. Mm-hmm. Anthony Carboni on during Extra Life was tweeted at about Extra Life. Said something. And I'm like, come on up. And he's like, all right. <laughs> Getting in the plane. The I'll see you in three ever. hours. I love here he was. Did. So wait, did you have you just stayed here? 
Yeah, so I was supposed to come in. Uh, Extra Life was Saturday. I was supposed to be here yesterday anyway, so I just changed my flight and Hell came yeah. in. Came in for the kids, for the Little big Star for the Wars big show. Kids. For those titanic, those gargantuan, <laughs> radiant children. Gigantic Max kids. <laughs> big old kids. <laughs> and then you went off into the Star Wars show. Went off into today. the Star Wars show. Yeah, and yeah. you know the thing is, like, look, man. Once it's once it's like three a.m., four a.m., you might as well hang out. Yeah, yeah you're yeah, not yeah. going anywhere else, especially if you don't live in the city. It's like, well, I'm here. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm gonna wander the tenderloin. See you in a bit. Bye. Yeah. Yeah, like what would you even have done, right? Yeah. Go get breakfast and a sleep? No. No. God no. no. Gross. We're gonna watch Cool Greg play Simpsons Hit and Run. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and he's gonna yell at us. <laughs> and then Jen made us breakfast. Yeah, I like that it all turned into like a like a light David Lynch movie at the end. I think that's appropriate. I think that's the way it should have been. I don't think I've ever seen a light David Lynch movie. You should have been here at 4 a.m. Oh, God. It's like blue velvet. What's going on? Now, Tim, yes. during Extra Life, you and I had a conversation about, hey, are we going to do this for the Kind of Funny podcast? Because this is my first Kind of Funny podcast in nearly three weeks. That's I, insane. I had the vacation. Been on the road again. We went and we went off and we did a whole bunch of stuff. And then mm-hmm. also, we went to the EGLX and all the stuff happened. So we're back now. And we've been sitting on the topic for a while, haven't we, won Tim Getty? Oh, yes, we have. What is it? A little Star Wars action. A little Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. Mm. You and I went there all by ourselves. No, we didn't. We brought friends. Who? Anthony Carboni. Yeah. Guess who's here to talk about that with us today? <laughs> yeah. Anthony Carboni. To what say a time. You, to say you, you brought him? me would be generous, <laughs> I think. <laughs> we were just going and we called you. We wanted to, you know, you came up for this time. It's like that. Where we just, yeah, yeah, we were yeah, there yeah, yeah. They talking. called in a favor for you. They you were know. like, listen, we know some people at Star Wars. <laughs> uh, we heard you're... We heard you're kind of into Star Wars. Like, maybe we can sneak you into this thing. No, we went down to see uh, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. This mm-hmm. is the one down in Anaheim where we, we were gone. And uh, the morning, we, when Tim and I were in the morning session. We went and played the game. Then I went back to my hotel room and played Death Stranding for a few hours. The, Anthony went and saw the game in that time period. Yep. And then that night, we got to go to Disney World. So we all went there, ran around Disneyland, all ran around. This is why I kicked it to you, but you didn't want the ball. Now I'm taking the ball back. Taking you know the ball what I mean? Right. Taking the ball back. The ball back. was taken from me already. Yeah. No, it's, no, it's You benched him. Get the hell out of here, Exactly, right? exactly. Well, may- maybe we'll see you next week. Exactly. You don't want it. And so we did. We ran around Disneyland for a while. Mm-hmm. And then, in I think one of the coolest moments of your life, Tim. Oh, yeah. They kicked everyone else out of Disneyland, and they let you stay in Disneyland. Just me alone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, it was me and uh, not too many people. Like, what, 100 people total, it felt I like? Were, I think there were about 100 people at the event, yeah. So they closed yeah. all of Disneyland, and then we got to just hang out in Galaxy's Edge. Got to go to the cantina. Yeah, What's the name ourselves? of the cantina? Uh, that's Oga's. That's Oga's Cantina. Oga's Cantina. I brought visual aids. And we oh, were there. Oh, you right. brought the stuff. I was all set. I was prepared. How many, okay, just for reference, how many people are normally at Disney World at any given time? Disneyland well, we were at Disneyland. Time. Tim would yell in your face. Oh, anyway. we're talking... We're talking Hundred thousand. What do you? Yeah, I think it's. I think it's six figures. I think it's yeah, six figures. Six at, figures at one sure. moment, I believe yeah. so. Holy, it might be. Place. It might be high five figures. But I would have guessed five hundred. It's a lot of <laughs> like, five hundred people. I mean, it's just like I'm thinking like numbers. It's wow. like a lot of people. Kind of funny. Live one, Andy was like six hundred people. <laughs> yeah, okay. he thought. Kind of funny. We made it. We're bigger than yeah. Disneyland. Yeah. <laughs> we're getting there. Kind of funny. Live too. More people than Disneyland. Mm-hmm. 80,000. So, yeah. 80K. Okay. okay. That's still crazy. Now, now, here's to me. the thing Does so that include five. California Adventure as well? Oh. oh but should it? Yeah, you count both parks. How many was no. it? 80K. So, 80K, 80K in Disneyland K. proper. Yeah. Probably about double that between Disneyland and California Adventure, we can assume. Is that how many people are there at any one time? Or that's the that's maximum. Day. That's the I think, maximum. I think that's max. Okay. That's a lot of people. A lot of people. So for it to be a hundred people, yeah. So Disneyland though very often operates at like high capacity because it was built small. It was built first. 
its capacity most of the time. Yeah. It's a lot. Yeah, especially uh, when new things are added. Yeah, and like so to, so to be there, you know, to be there with just 100 people, like, they don't they do not do events like that very often. No. And, and, and you work for Star Wars. You don't see stuff like that that often, right? No, yeah. no, not at all. And, like, to do it, like, Ogus Cantina, to do Ogus Cantina open bar. Open bar. Which mm-hmm. I don't think we had said yet. Open bar. Okay. Which also. Let's, let's jump into that real quick. <laughs> open bar, this goddamn cantina. We walk in, and first thing, of course, they're just fucking going for it. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I love this. We have DJ Rex, uh, the guy that used to do the Star Tours uh, things. Remember when you go on awesome. Star Tours in like the, yeah. the 80s? He's the droid, or right? you went? Yeah, he's the droid, and like he was the one that like. Like he's now the, he's now work. The, he's the DJ him. at the cantina. Yeah. Yes, now he's the DJ, which is really cool. He's playing his music. He's playing his tunes. Uh, you can get all of your alcoholic drinks only there at in Disneyland. You can you can't drink anywhere in Disneyland with the exception of Club Thirty Three or now Oga's Cantina. Mm-hmm. And they have a bunch of space drinks, which I thought were just like oh they're just going to come up with fun names for normal drinks. You know, well, and I mean? they do have fun names. They do like but, Hyperdrive Punch It. Right, that's a non-alcoholic one. Fuzzy Tauntaun, Jedi Mind Trick. T16 Skyhopper, the Fuzzy Outer Tom Rim. Tom. God, I but, love this. Oh, the but, Fuzzy Tauntaun's so the that's one. That's the thing. <laughs> Anthony Carvoni, please tell me about the Fuzzy Tauntaun. So, okay, if you have not yet been to Galaxy's Edge, the whole idea with Galaxy's Edge is, is entirely in universe, right? So, one of the things that they were doing when they were creating the menu, I got to talk to the chef a little bit. Is he was he was like. What what we wanted to do is we wanted to create flavors and we wanted to create textures and profiles and things like that that like you're not going to see regularly. In, in day-to-day food. We want to do something that's a little special. Space. Space. It's space food. So what does space food taste like? I don't know. I've never been to space. Let's figure it out. So a lot of this stuff has like surprise um, Szechuan peppercorns mm. sort of like integrated into stuff. So the fuzzy tauntaun has this foam on top of it. They call it the buzz button tingling foam. Mm-hmm. And that's got some of the uh, some of the Szechuan peppercorns in it. If you've ever had that in, in uh, Szechuan food, it's like... Makes your makes your mouth numb. It makes them tingle. So just this drink as you're drinking it makes your mouth and your lips tingle because it's space, my dude. Space wow. angel. And I thought that I was like, he's overselling this right now. I was like, this like I don't really usually like the sweet crazy drinks and stuff. Like I'm just gonna stick to the beer. And he's like, Tim, you gotta you gotta try this. I love the sweet song. crazy drinks. And I was Me like, too, right, man. Let's do it. And oh man, I didn't stop after that. My face was numb and <laughs> everything's tingling. It was space, man. I, we were in. <laughs> Nick, you would have hated it and then loved it and then been confused about how you actually feel about it, but then I, you'd come through at the end. I'm yeah. sorry, right now, just a cursory glance at this menu. Mm-hmm. I would have downed a couple of fuzzy tauntauns, but I would have had to go for the yub nub. Just so yep, I can keep yep. saying that to Tim. Because how many times would I, at night, if I was having those, would I sneak up behind you and go, yeah, too many. Even if you weren't drinking <laughs> Let them, me look just at this do that. Sh- I yeah. just love the, the, the aesthetics now. of all of this. Now, this for the record, fantastic. we didn't steal any of this. They told us we could take it. Right, just a heads up. Yeah. But it true. was awesome. Yeah. I mean, to be, I mean, the whole experience is there, and we'll talk about Galaxy's Edge in general, but to be at the cantina closed off to just us and the other video game people that were there, whether they be journalists or people from EA or whatever, or the star of the game. Mm-hmm. Um, bumming around doing that but like having the bartenders come over and ask us what we wanted come back with other stuff like you know taking care of you i think usually i see photos from it and it's just so chaotic of the amount of people trying to get in and out of this place to have it to yourself for hours is awesome well yeah the cantina is usually i think you make a reservation and i think you get 90 minutes in the cantina 
and it's kind of like a you hear you hear Rex play his like entire set through all the way once, and there are a couple. It's like it's basically a tiki bar, right? And I love tiki bars, oh, so God. it's it's yeah, man. So like you know when you go to like a tiki bar and they do the thing where like if you order a specific drink, everybody in the bar knows to do the chant, and if you like order this drink, the bar kind of like interacts with Volcano. the drink. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But so it's it, Star Wars. It, yeah, so if you order the hyper like the hyperdrive. Like sometimes the drink breaks the hyperdrive that powers the cantina. So it's like they pull down on the the tap, but it's like made to look like a, a hyperdrive. And every do, time you do it, just it's a randomized thing. And sometimes it'll just like fuck everything up, and Rex will just like explode. Oh, the That's sparks, awesome. yeah, yeah, yeah. So cool. yeah, powers down, and, and everybody dark. starts screw it, like chanting "fix it, fix it, <laughs> fix it." <laughs> That's really cool. Something we awesome. didn't get when we were there is like if you go during a regular day. Um, you can hear Oga sometimes, like like things get quiet in the bar, and you can hear Oga upstairs like yelling at people, and they're like, "Sorry, Oga, we'll as fast as we can, Oga. Sorry, Oga," because Oga kind of like she runs Galaxy's Edge, she runs she's Black like, Spire she's Outpost, like the Mitzi Shore of the yeah, Star Wars universe. Yeah, yeah. God dang, I'm looking at this drink right here, and it says concoctions without alcohol. Granted, but mm. if they could add something, let me let me tell you a tale, spin you a tale right here, Nick Carpino. It's called Carbon Freeze. It's got Powerade Lemon Lime, Wild Strawberry, Blueberry, and Green Apple Popping Pearls. Put a little something in there, maybe a little tequila. Or... A little tequila would be nice. God, a little good vodka. God, I want that right now, dude. <laughs> that sounds so tasty. I want that. Everything on here looks fantastic. Yeah. The Fuzzy Tauntaun, though, man, it was, it was an experience. The next thing you know, I turned into a drug dealer. Carboni got me on these things. The next thing, I'm running around trying to get everyone. I'm like, you gotta fucking try this goddamn fuzzy <laughs> toss. I was in the cantina. I gave my boys some by death one, sticks. Everyone's trying it, and then they get numb. And they're like, whoa! <laughs> it was can't great be good for your tongue. <laughs> it was good, and they they do like they brew their own beer specifically for the cantina, and like it's it's a time, man. It's there are two places that I really love in Galaxy's Edge. My two favorite things are the Cantina and uh, and, and Savi's Workshop. This is where you make your um, yeah, those. But... Those are the two things that like really everybody wants to do. One and both of them are uh, reservation systems, so you mm-hmm. have to like plan ahead getting into it. When you um, say plan ahead, like that morning or days before. Well, we we got the the workshop day of, but you also have to pay to get mm-hmm. the lightsaber. Whereas the um, the Cantina, I think, is. A long time before. I'm going yeah. in January, so I'd like to know kind of the ins and outs and what if do's you, and the do's nots. I hear that if you open up the Disneyland app about like a half an hour to an hour before the park opens, like you can get on there at like 7.30 a.m. and make your reservation for Ogas through the app. And you can get basically like, if you get in there first thing in the morning, you got a lot of slots open. But it's smart to probably do it like you would at a dinner reservation, right? Like just do it ahead of time. If I don't know how far ahead of time they let you do it. I, I would imagine so, but like... I don't know what's available to you. Yeah, they probably don't want people to be like a whole bunch of people making reservations a week beforehand and then not showing up. Yeah, exactly. Like a dick move. Yeah, but the the cantina was awesome. Very, very cool mm-hmm. experience. But they like, had all the food out too. They had all the snacks that you could get like in the park. They had made some and like brought them out for us so we could try everything. Star Wars themed? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All the food is Star Wars oh, themed. Okay. Yeah. I mean it's not like themed themed, but it's like it's all supposed to be like in Space. in universe Do food. Do they have those food. little um like bars that Luke Skywalker ate? No, on they don't box? have his little his little bento box with his little I want that so bad. His little vegetarian sausages <laughs> or whatever he's eating. Can you tell the higher ups that they need to sell that at one of the shops? They, the little they box? sell the box. Do they Really? I was about to say, yeah. And I, when we were doing, we got to do uh, a tour of it for the Star Wars show, uh, and I, I met uh, the person who had designed a bunch of the uh, Resistance side uh, merchandise, and I was like, yeah, man, we've always wanted to do like the little bento box that Luke's has. And she's like, look, look, 
I made sure we had it. That's amazing. I made sure that we had it. I was like, that's amazing. They're essentially like like K rations, right? Like or like rations that soldiers would get to be able to like just keep there and just last forever. Yeah, it was supposed to be like, oh, my X wing, my X wing crashed, and like here's what I have. You know, yeah. it reminds me of growing up, Tim. You, you won't. You don't know about this because you didn't grow up when we had you a space program up. or astronauts. <laughs> Wait, Hard yeah. stop. In the nineties, they just did away with all our space travel. <clears throat> but they had like they had that the freeze dried food that the astronauts astronaut ice, astronaut cream. ice cream. How could we and forget? It was terrible. It was terrible. Oh, but I had time. one and I never ate it because I was like, one day I'm gonna need this when I go to space. <laughs> <laughs> I was you know, Dude. it's you know, it's fake, right? <laughs> it's a fake. Yeah, they don't have that. Oh, it's not real. Cared, Every, don't that, really have when that. you got yeah. dragged uh, to the Museum of Science and Industry as a kid in Chicago, that was it. You went on a field trip. You didn't give a shit about anything you were about to see except getting to the gift shop and getting that goddamn space. Can, can I tell you exactly what the difference is between a Greg Miller and an Anthony Carboni? You're allowed to. You were Gre- excited for that. A Greg thing. Miller gets dragged to the Science Museum as a kid. <laughs> <laughs> and an Anthony Carboni is like, oh boy, Science well, Day. As someone who dare, you know, <laughs> dreamed of like paranormal, you know, being a paranormal psychologist or something, <laughs> that was my problem. It wasn't there, there was no ghost exhibit. Yeah. Sure. They yeah. weren't sh- show me how to yeah. get the balance. Like, what are they hiding? Yeah, exactly. You know what I, mean? I always, for some reason, thought like in my I, there was always like a little, a little uh, a gleam of hope that if I went to one of these science exhibits, I would get, get sent powers. to space. Oh, mm-hmm. okay. No, like like w- like maybe. Space oh, camp. it's your turn today. You know, like um, not even that. If I just went to a museum, that I was going to be involved heavily somehow in one of these experiments. Or like they were like, we just need someone yeah. that's roughly <laughs> yeah. four foot four. No bigger than a pilot this yeah. ship. And you're like, I have a four foot four. Now granted, Yippee. I was the same way when I would go Yippee. to a local Walmart and I would see toys out of order and I would put them back Your in turn. place. In hoping hope somebody would say that, that kid's doing a great would job. Be like, wow, I'm gonna give you that toy kit. <laughs> 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 I did that all the time, dude. I, told, I, I just wanted the damn Lego, you yeah. know? Did I tell you, you a story Lego. of the one time that I've actually seen George Lucas in person? No. I was up at the Court of Madeira at Barnes & Noble because I love bookstores still. Mm-hmm. And I will always love bookstores. So I was great. there literally a week and a half ago. A week and a half ago. Wait, when like, did you see George Lucas? Oh, this was years ago. Okay. This was, I think, um, I want to say this was before Force Awakens came out. Is there a bookstore called Literally? No, but that's awesome. Yeah. No one's ever thought that. It's really before. awesome. There's actually. also no bookstores called Word. <laughs> okay. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Why is Tim's prompt that one? I know. The game? This is how I, I, I text tagged. this all the. T- I text this all the time. Blink up, dog. <laughs> Everyone's like, what? I'm like what? Um, no, I just randomly was there with my wife, and I think I forget what we were doing. We just, I just love bookstores, and I looked over, and there was a uh, a big table that had Star Wars like merchandise and books on it, and there was this old man that was just like low key straightening some of them, and I was like, oh, that's nice that they, they you know, because at, at a bookstore, a lot of retired people will go work there because it's an yeah. easy job, air condition. You know, <laughs> access to lattes and cookies. What's not to like? And I, as I circled around, I looked over. I was like, that dude looks a lot like George Lucas. And then I, and my wife looked at him, did the double take. And she was like, that's George Lucas. He literally just walked by a table full of Star Wars stuff. And I think this was after. It might have been after he'd sold it, too. And he just looked down and was like, that won't do. And he just <laughs> kind of. No, it wasn't like obsessive. But he was just like literally like, like that. straightened it out. And Jar Jar's like, arms are always up. Yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was the cutest thing I've ever seen in my life. And, and Danielle's like, are you going to go talk to him? I was like. What am I going to do? Thank him for making my childhood amazing and magical? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Done, yeah. yeah why not? I should have done that. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I was like, no. I was like starstruck. I was like, I'm not going to. I'm like, he's. 
and doing his thing. You should have done the far selfie with him not aware. Just like, oh, no, that's, yeah, that's the right thing. Here, if, if, here's the thing, ladies and gentlemen. If Kind of Funny ever gets big enough to have a table display at any kind of store and you see me straighten it, that's me begging you to talk to me. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me, uh, can you read that from back here? I'm like, yeah. in the Kind of Funny shirt. It's got the Kind of Funny logo. I'm like, can you read that? Excuse me, young boy. As a photo of like a YouTube thumbnail. Yeah. <laughs> like, Greg, Greg Miller just like straightening a frame with a photo of Greg Exactly, <laughs> exactly. It's going to be a, me posing in a Portillo's next to my my photo. Like, oh, sorry. I was just waiting for my order. I love it. That's so good. Now, I think it's important to rewind here, all right? Because yes. what had happened is we went and saw the game, of course. We've talked about that on the Gamescast. You can find out about it. We're all very excited. Is, is about the, the embargo game. up for that? If I it is. It is. Yeah, we own it. It's up. It's up. All right. Should have the game soon. Very exciting. Very exciting. Uh, and then the idea was that, yeah, you had that free time to do what you wanted with, like I said. During this time, I was playing Death Stranding, and I'm like, this is what I'm going to do. I might not even go to Disneyland at all. I might wait and just go to the Galaxy's Edge uh, drinking party. I saw you in the lobby, and you told me that, and I was like, huh. Okay. Now, <laughs> say what you will. I'm dedicated to my job. It was a yeah. job thing, right? No, I, I was like, Historically, okay, yeah. Do your work. You know me. I, I don't like theme rides. I'm mm -hmm. a huge wuss. Don't mm -hmm. like it. I get yeah. car sick. Turns out I don't like heights and stuff like that. You think you're over the stuff, you'll find out in this the very day you're not. Doesn't matter. Uh, well, you already knew this from the Ferris reel, my third greatest fear. Uh, however, though, I was down there having a beer with you and Andrea. Ask him what his first two fears are. I mean, ahead of Ferris wheel, I would imagine like paper cuts and like soft furniture. Stepping on Legos. <laughs> like, <laughs> number one, cancer coming back. Number two, ticks. Number three, Ferris no, wheel. No, those are both. Those first two are actually. Number four. They're Thank good. You. Soft furniture. Those Thank are good. You. Those are good. Thank fears. you, Anthony Carboni. <laughs> soft <Yeah>. furniture. <laughs> I'm just. I'm just going from Ferris I'm wheel. Downstairs. You know what I mean? If you're afraid of a Ferris wheel, what else are you afraid of? I'm downstairs in the lobby. I'm downstairs in the lobby. I'm having a beer. Or I was having coffee. You guys were having drinks, and you were—you guys were for sure going to Disneyland. Hundred percent. You don't. You're know getting that. out there. You got your all-day pass. You're mm -hmm. all set to go. You mm -hmm. got your private thing. And then I—I I, for a second I let myself believe. I let the hype that you guys had for you and because Andrea had her little her uh, what's good purple ears. You were just soaked in general. You're looking at the app trying to convince yourself to buy a lightsaber, yeah. and I'm like, I let it. I just let it get a hold of me. And I, I what did I say to him? I said, you know what, guys? I never say this. I'm all in. Let's go to Disneyland. Screw that's Death. So I was like, that's holy, so holy shit. That's like, like, my first reaction is, don't fuck with me, Greg. Like, you you need to be all in. He was like, yeah. no, dude. That's We're like, doing this. That's like your dad. Like, your dad's at work in his home office, and he turns around, and he goes, you know what? No. Let's go to the zoo today. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It, it felt like that, man. And me and Andrew are like, yeah. That's literally never happened to me. Never happened to me either, no. but that's how I imagine it. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's, the it's the same thing I've said before, where, like, suddenly my dad was looking at me like, Go buy you a video game. Yeah. I haven't done that. You know, you haven't the snow day. You're feeling. doing great. You know, you know? yeah. And Tim has. Let me go buy siphon filter. Andrea, aside from quitting us and leaving us, doing great. So yeah. like, they deserve to be rewarded aside from with my the biggest present. mistake of her life. <laughs> Just doing going great. down there. Like, no, they're going to be, they're gonna be the bigger than Disneyland. You idiot. <laughs> they're so close to being bigger than Disneyland. But so I was extra excited though because I didn't even think that you were going to be there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I think I just I came and I think I texted you or did we just did we just, we just ran into because into into I was like I know lunch. I'm gonna run into like I was, I was like I know I'm gonna run into a few people here like I have no idea who, uh, and then I just yeah I think I just saw you in the lobby I was like here we go here we go it starts it's on it was perfect man and then the next I'm thing like you know, I was away. like I'm like I don't I don't necessarily need to go to Disneyland yeah yeah, yeah. I don't necessarily need to go yeah, you know he has excuses mm -hmm. sure but you guys didn't get to stay in the Star Wars hotel right that's not that's not existent that's not a thing that's not a thing that's later. Also, oh, but it is a thing that's coming. It's right? also yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I'm contractually yeah, obligated yeah. to let you know that it's not a hotel. It is a it is a vacation excursion experience. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> TMRC. <laughs> What's up with the S now? 
You guys notice that? What do you mean? That like you know you'll see a logo and there's like the R or the TM. Oh, like a trademark symbol. Yeah, or a trademark I've symbol. noticed uh, Apple yeah. started using S for oh, things. Step offs. <laughs> we don't even don't even think ass. about it. Yeah. You call you try to call something an AirPod. <laughs> yeah, I, have, I have to imagine it's way more harsh than anything else anyone yeah. could ever do. S is secretly what is illegal. So serious. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so so uh, we just ran into each other. We didn't know that we were all going to be there. It was very exciting. So you were doing your session. We mm-hmm. shot over there. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing. On the ride there, I'm like, again, I'm all in. I want a churro. I've never had one of these churros uh, there. Time mm. to get a churro. And there's pumpkin spice, of course. Yeah. Even better. You know awesome. what I mean? uh, I'm like, I'm ready to spend all sorts of money on all dumb manner stuff. You and I had already booked our Star Wars uh, lightsaber, lightsaber appointments appointment. at that point. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Where I, you, I was like, you're jumping, I'm jumping. Yeah. Like, I always wanted a lightsaber. Who doesn't want a lightsaber? Oh. That's so true. Nick, Nick Trapino has a question. Now, you guys know how anal retentive I am and how long it takes me to make decisions on stuff, right? Yeah. yeah. How long do you get to build a lightsaber? Well, so that was my biggest problem okay. uh, going into this is I wanted a lightsaber, but, like, you build your own. Yeah. And I was just like, I, I, I would have been in there show, for hours. But I'm just, like, a big responsibility. I'm just like, you know, blue is my favorite color, but, like, you I should gotta be, get the green lightsaber. Green, of course. It's just like, of course. Blue's fuck, cooler, man. Come the fuck on. Blue's uh, old, man. So I was really new. torn by this. Um, until we did the process, they they make they work you through it like you're you're timed, but it's a good amount of time. Yeah, like, and you get and you get before you before you go, you do like the check in process, and they kind of give you a preview. It, it's not like it's not like there are eighty seven different lightsaber pieces, and you've got to figure out which ones you want. There are like there's four, there are four aesthetics. Okay, you choose an aesthetic, and then within that aesthetic, there are a couple different choices for each part. So you kind of like you commit to a general look, and I think that makes it a little easier. And the general looks like they have different names for it, but essentially it's like Sith, uh, really kind of more like earthy and like wooden and that There's type of bone. thing. There's bone, bone, and that yeah. type of stuff. Yeah, more Harry Potter. Uh, and then one of them is uh, like prequel era looking stuff, and then one is like yeah. more. You know, Return of the Jedi style. Okay. Oh, I would definitely want like original trilogy style. Of course. I kind of like uh, I like the Kotor version, like the prequel slash Kotor yeah. version is very good because it's like it's got that old school Flash Gordon like ornate sci fi look to I it. Love it. I like that. But they're it. sleeker and yeah. more just kind of like it's got like the gold the accents. 60s future and, style. Yeah. yeah. I was yeah. planning on going without. Like you know, again, I'm going in January, and in my mind, I'm like, I'm not going to do that. It's going to be painful. You have to bring it. it back. One person, one person in your group has to do it because you have, have to go in there and see it. And you can bring friends. Mm-hmm. You get one person. You get a one plus one, oh. right? Yeah, I think it's plus two. It's plus two. Right? How did you yeah. fly back? So Tim, I've, how did you just carry I'm yours just on straight up? Carrying. Right. I mean, you have a little crate passes right, right there. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, I broke mine, and and you can still take off the hilt and take off the blade. So, like, separate them. Uh-huh. I did that, and I put the hilt in my bag, and I just had the blade with me in this thing, which has got co- this comes with it. Like, in between your legs? No, or? it's a, in a two. I put it over my bag on the it's overhead. Uh, in you the just overhead. bring it as a carry on. I yeah. straight up just took it as a carry on without taking anything apart. Yeah. Damn, you can do it. Yeah. that seems like really scary. If you can bring a surfboard you can, on a carry on, you can bring one. Well, it's, it's also the thing is, like, <laughs> it's durable. Yeah, it was, and that oh, was the thing. thing Carboni is... didn't point. Car- I didn't know when we were getting and we were building them, but, like, when we were done and me and Tim were posing with them, you were like, Oh no! Beat the hell out of each other with them. Yeah. Like they're meant to. They're, it's, meant, they, it's meant to they're, get popped around. Like, oh, so there's a there are a couple different levels of like the the sabers that were that have been for sale. So like the the big the the nicest one at retail is the Master Effects one, right? Like the hundred and forty dollar like. It makes the noises. It does like when you swing it. It yeah. knows. Uh, these ones for the park are they're called battle hardened, I believe, or battle tempered, and these are like hefty boys that you can smack against anything. Yeah. Like, was, this is like buying a sword from a renaissance fair. <laughs> you know what I mean? They're like, Hold no, on, take it home and hack at a tree with it. Go ahead. 
Turn it off. Yeah, dude. <laughs> how did it? How did the light do that? <laughs> it's like the force or whatever. But yeah, so the whole experience was crazy. We were at Disneyland. Obviously, that was super fun. Greg's going around getting his churros and stuff. How was that? Went on Jungle Cruise for the first time. Woo! Jungle no, Cruise is probably your thing, huh? That was fun. That yeah. was real fun. Well, yeah. he, you know, The Rock's making a movie out of it. Exactly. So the Rock's it. about it. I got to love it. Such a trademark I will say, Jungle Cruise, one of my favorite rides at Disneyland. Hard stop. Yeah. I would say that this was probably my favorite experience on it of all time. Best, that was real good. Best skipper yeah. I've ever had. I, I love it. it. I love it when you get a good one, man. Yeah. You get some. You get some kid that's like, when he's when he's not working at Disneyland, he's definitely doing a lot of open mics and Hell stuff. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And like, or guy. going to like a lot of UCB improv stuff, and you're just like, I am ready to make this the Jungle Cruise for you. Let's do it. Yeah. This yeah. kid's the next Amy Poehler. <laughs> I, went on, I went on a Pirates of the Caribbean again. Jungle Cruise. <laughs> you know a lot of sexual references. Pirates of the Caribbean yeah. again. My third time ever on Pirates of the Caribbean. Didn't mm-hmm. cry this time. Greg handled a lot better Can we time? dial it back to my biggest question? Was the churro a little stale? No. It was delicious and perfect. That's unfortunate. Because I like my churro. Every once in a while you get a churro at the end of the day and the guy's like, I don't know if I should be selling because they have standards at Disneyland. Sometimes they won't sell them to you if they're like stale. And I'm like, you better give me that standard. You're like, lower your standards. I'm Nick Scarpino. I want it. <laughs> Sometimes they just burn a bunch of churros in front of the children at the end of the day. <laughs> like, are you like, hungry? Are you hungry, Charlie? Sorry, you can't have this. <laughs> they also <laughs> pop all the Mickey balloons in front of babies <laughs> at the end of the night. <laughs> <laughs> the air quality's not good in there. Anyway. <laughs> uh, Tim had some disgusting hot dog. That was like for yeah. It was uh, one of those like hot dogs. They're like, we're just gonna put fucking everything on it. We're gonna put oh, jalapenos. We're gonna put excessive it. amounts of cheese. Yeah, that's but yeah. The, when you got sure. so like that's the thing is of course, I don't know my ride thresholds because mm-hmm. I don't like rides. Right, and for the longest time I would say it's motion sickness. I think we can finally confirm it is just terror. I'm just terrified. Mm-hmm. The, the, it was for sure. You know, we 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 found out the hard way with the Ferris wheel with my wife trying to have a romantic Ferris wheel. That didn't work at all. And so even here, it was that thing of what is going to get me. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? What, what is going to terrify me? So when you guys went and you're going to go do Hyperspace Mountain, I was like, I know for a fact I can't do that. I've heard of Space Mountain. I've heard of this Hyperspace Mountain. I ain't doing any loop-de-loops or seeing whatever. I don't want any air brushing my face. You know what I mean? Like, you go do that, I'm going to wander. Mm-hmm. And since I, I, you know, I have a respect for Disney, of course, but I, only re- I really wanted to see Galaxy's Edge. I just walked my ass over there all by myself. Yeah. And that was awesome. Like, it was great to be there later on with everybody else, but to go there solo and like not having to... Uh-huh. I wasn't ta- eh, talking to anybody. I wasn't you know, worried <laughs> about anything. But walking in and suddenly seeing the park go yeah. from Disneyland to deadening. Like the noise, it dies out and it's suddenly nature and I'm walking up this pathway and then there's, you know, the X-Wing over here yeah. and there's the, uh, I don't even know what you call them, the shops, the outside shop kiosks and everything immediately flips and is so much right out of Star Wars. I mean, that's the thing. Yeah. Disneyland's so good about that type of thing, but they, one of the key tenets of Disneyland is that you can always see the castle. You can always see like certain uh, different areas from where you are. Galaxy's Edge is a different planet. Mm-mm. There's like these tunnels you essentially go through, but they don't feel like tunnels. It's like, cave designs or whatever that as you walk through it's all like Disney music playing and stuff and it totally feels like Disneyland as you start walking through the transition of the audio is so seamless uh, into just kind of like little like space crickets and stuff Yeah, yeah. and as you walk through the mountains are just up you can't see any of Disneyland and like it is unlike anything I've ever experienced it is so cool yeah. Did you get a little uh, little, little uh, ball of Diet Coke? I know. My hope was to get it for my dad because he loves collecting Coke, Coke memorabilia. And so I was like, oh, I, we didn't really know what we were getting in for at the end of the night. So I thought maybe more stuff would be open. I was yeah. like, I'll get out of my way back. And when we came back, it was closed. I was like, I know, BD. Uh, Plus, I I, it. we still had hours. I didn't want to, we threw years away there. Like, I didn't want to yeah. walk around for hours with this empty Coke thing. Yeah. I, I mean, if you were hanging out with Andy, though, Andy always has the backpack. 
would invited me. I'm always the guy with the backpack. You do. You are the backpack guy. We call you at every event. Yeah, it's true. And I still have some of your stuff from uh, Toronto. People, Probably from RTX. Too. <laughs> people are, I, I always ask people. I'm like, do you know Andy Cortez? And they're like, Andy. I know a lot of Andys. So I was like, with backpack, the backpack. 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 And they're like, oh, backpack, Middle, backpack Andy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Backpack kid. Yeah. So uh, while you were doing internet, that, that we were glasses. doing Hyperspace Mountain, which is Space Mountain, but with Star Wars music, mm-hmm. and it is. So I'm gonna put it out there: the Superior Space Mountain. Does it go upside down? No. no, no, no. Do I? What happens inside it's of this? It's a thing? '60s. It's like a '60s coaster. It's like an early, co- earlier coaster for Disney. So it's like it's a lot of centrifugal force. Mm. Like it'll corkscrew you. No, I don't want this. Uh, it doesn't have a big drop though. No. It's got to go. Just you go, 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 and it's really scary. And then you go down. Oh, Greg's just, no good on. Fun. What I learned on Pirates though is Greg's no good on the wind up either. No, it's not. It's not just the way down. Like Greg hates the. Greg hates the way up as much as he I was hates telling the, drop. the story because we had a whole crew with us that didn't know. We had John Drake. We had Andrew. We had Anthony Carboni. And so they have you know aren't real friends and they don't listen to the podcast. Mm-hmm. So they hadn't heard the story right of my. I actually, I actually to, try to, to avoid it. Hmm? Do you listen to their podcast? That's a great question. How was last week? How was how was last week's episode of the Star Wars show? Let me tell you, you guys have just ever watched it. We haven't covered it all. <laughs> yeah, it's just I didn't know space was so vast. You know what I mean? You guys are and, and far, just far, yeah. far away. <laughs> you and your co-host just out there talking. I love it. You know what I mean? I'm, yes. I'm there yes. every weekday. Just my co-host. It once a week. <laughs> you know, with the name, the non-specific <laughs> the person who maybe. But no, I was telling them the story, and they were like, "Oh, that's funny, huh?" And I was like, "No, you understand? I'm white knuckling it right now." Mm-hmm. And like they turned around, and I was like gripping the thing, and I know it's just the one drop, but I can't do it. Yeah. Wait, so is that why you it's cried? What, what, like, you said you cried. When I was a kid. Pirates. Oh, okay. no, Not this time. <laughs> when second grade, when we went to Disney World, mm-hmm. that's the one that I, I lost. It's so on. bonkers to me. Because, like, that fear for you has to come from, like, the fear of the unknown or not knowing what the experience is going to be or whatever. And that is not, I would not think that's what you are. I've seen you just jump off of shit sure. and not know what's below you and not and come up with, like, staples and shit in your forehead and just not care. Yeah, no, no. It's, I'm just a good actor. Is that what it is? Yeah. So you you always live with the fear, but you just push it down? I'm afraid right now. Yeah. <laughs> I'm terrified. We have a spot in the studio you can't step on. You might turn yeah. off the entire power. That is I don't know what happened. That terrifies me. These what? chairs are a little high. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah, I fall off. My feet can't reach the bottom. <laughs> but when I left the studio, the, uh, the spot was uh, the size of a foot. Sure. Now it's grown to the size of uh, okay. a small door. Well, while you were gone, uh, Yousef wanted to squat me. Yeah. And we were fine with we that, couldn't, We couldn't stop him. He was just, I'm going to squat. And we were like, yeah. no, Yousef, no. And he was like, it's all I want to do is squat Greg. And I was like, calm down. From extra life. And, yeah. and so, Greg said, no, you can't. The floor, there's a space on the floor. Mm-hmm. And so you can't do it. And Yousef was like, I'm going to do it. I'm going to mess up your studio. And Greg was like, you better not. You <laughs> better not. This is a bad idea. Mm-hmm. Uh, but so I was there. I saw the whole thing. Greg had nothing to do with it. And so, yeah, <laughs> when, he, when, he, when he, against my will, pulled me up into a fireman's carry, yeah. he just took one slightly larger step or maybe heavier to step. To catch balance. Yeah. To mm-hmm. over to the side, and that was enough. Boom, gone. Yeah, that's not good. Uh, no, we got to get underneath those boards at some point. Well, Kevin's got an electrician coming okay. uh, to do it. I didn't know that. Great job, Kevin. Yeah. So the thing that I'd be worried about you getting on Hyperspace Mountain sure. or any of the Space Mountains. Sure, any of them. Or the Subterranean Mountains. <laughs> sure. Any of them. A splash, a yeah. thunder, <laughs> yeah, fire, earth, wind, all of yeah. them. Heart Mountain. I'd be so worried. I'd be so worried because I think you're at the cutoff where your head might get cut off. Yeah, <laughs> like your height. Well, so no, no, no. Like it did kill someone that was six four one time. Jesus yeah. Christ, why is it still open? Because he's the guy stood up. So <laughs> it, it was he stood up. That's why I killed. It was and it didn't kill. Kill. Like listen, this is this is they getting exaggerated. After. Uh, 
Look, there's a chip in there's a chip in the base of my skull, and I feel compelled to tell you <laughs> I was, that nobody I was, has ever died. I was, died. <laughs> I was totally kidding. I no, had no, no idea someone no, ever no, died. No one died. No one died. That, that was just the, uh, that's, uh, that's, that was the wise tale that people would tell each yeah, other. Yeah, yeah. We'd go like, oh, Matterhorn. Don't. There's one part of no. Matterhorn where they go, you can't raise your hands up because if you do, it's gonna take mm-hmm. your hands clean off. Yeah. yeah. That's how I grew up. You don't understand. 80s people grew up. Fear. Yeah. Fear was our big motivator. These millennials these days, fun, accomplishment, all that stuff. We were motivated by fear. He still you want your hands? He you still thinks the millennials are the young people. Still. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't know we've moved on from millennials. He doesn't know the millennials are, are grown up now. Yeah. Um, so Greg, no, but uh, Space for somebody Mountain. like for somebody like Max Scoville, right? Who is really seven, tall. seven foot nine, lanky. Yeah, the, Chewba- like, the Chewbacca of video games journalism. Um, and journalism, I put in. Thank quotes. you very much. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, he's wearing <laughs> a black suit away from being Slenderman. Uh, <laughs> he he feels creeped out on Space Mountain because, like, I feel like that real high, cool hairdo of his brushes up against some things sometimes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, so you Space would be Mountain's fine. in the dark. Yeah, yeah no, no, totally no. black, totally and you're yeah. you're just going. And it feels like you're really close to things, but like you also just don't know. But that's, there's that's the one, the illusion, right? There's that one video that that somebody recorded when the the Lights power was. Well, really I was working. telling the story at Walt Disney World when I went. That's what happened. But it was even worse than that because sometimes if all the lights are on, it's creepy because you see it looks like you're in a skeleton of a roller coaster mm-hmm. as opposed to like a designed thing that's supposed okay. to look uh-huh. pretty. But when we went, it wasn't that. It wasn't Space Mountain that lights were out. It was test track that goes around. The thing that's li- that broke, so its lights were on. So only half the lights in the room were on, and it wasn't the ones that were supposed to be, or not supposed to be, but like would have been if it was Space Mountain. So we're just getting harsh shadows. So we're just seeing this it's like haunted. wire structure, and then shadows coming. So it looked like we're like getting hit by all the shadows. It was horrifying. Mm-hmm. Scariest ride I was ever on. Yeah, no, I don't. Want I that. loved it though. It was that. fucking great. So that's Star Wars to that, and it's fantastic. As we were going to this ride, I've done it a million times. I absolutely love the Star Wars version. I'm with Andrew Rene. All right. Now, here's a pro tip for motherfuckers out there that we just learned this trip of Disneyland. They added a single rider uh, pass to Space Mountain. Yep. So, single what, rider what does that mean? essentially means you get to cut the line. Yeah. By so, a if, you, if you don't mind splitting your group up or if you just come up on your own, uh, it's a second line. And, like, anytime there's like a. If you're if you go on like a uh, on Space Mountain and there's space for four people and there's like a family of three, they're like, single rider, you're in there. It's so you the like best thing to do, spaces. even with a group, because you'll group. You you might need to wait five minutes for everybody to get through, because it it happens fast. But them adding this to Space Mountain is a huge deal. It's an even bigger deal because nobody knows about this, and it's not immediately obvious. You need to go behind the Captain EO area, which is like super, which is now the Path of the Jedi area. Super kind of just in the background. You go in the exit of Space Mountain, and you're just walking down. You can get on the thing if it's a sixty minute wait. We're talking ten minutes. Mm-hmm. It's fantastic. Wow. Even what, faster. You, you can be in space in 10 minutes. Even buddy. faster oh. if you're there with Andrea Renee. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> she scares line, people off. We're in line waiting for the single rider situation. I picture her being like, get on my back. I'm going to just jump. I'm going <laughs> to jump over everybody. <laughs> One person accidentally cut us. She gets some real soccer mom energy sometimes. Oh my God. I, I love it, man. I so love intense. it about her. I've seen her. I've seen she her. She gets shit done. Yeah, she really does, man. <laughs> she really does. It's like if here's what I picture in my head when I close my eyes and I try to picture Andrea Renee energy. Andrea Renee asks to see the manager, and somehow the manager is also Andrea Renee. <laughs> Does that make sense? Does that make sense? One hundred percent. Okay. So we're going in, and it, it's uh, me, Andrea, and uh, and one other person, and the this one dude. They made us kind of stand in a weird way where there's a gap in between us. I think was, someone had a wheelchair or something. 
someone's walking through and doesn't notice, and they just see us walking like against the wall, so it doesn't look like we're in line. So he just goes, wasn't trying to cut. He just accidentally cut, and he goes and he goes in front of us, and no one really cared because it's like it's one guy. We can yeah, just whatever. let let's just yeah. let it slide. Andrea, oh no, she's not. We're in that. line for the next five. She minutes, won't be disrespected, and she won't have a conversation with us about anything except. Who the fuck does this guy think he is? Yeah. Hey, yeah. No one's saying anything. I love somebody, that. Somebody has to say her. something. <laughs> and I was just like, we're not. Like, we're good. Mm-hmm. And she's like, no, no. Like, he just totally cut us. Next thing you know, she's like yelling, berating this man from like 10 people, shaming the fuck out of him. And he was so like, oh shit. Like, as my bad. As he's getting on the coaster, like, hey, dude, <laughs> like, he's, he's walking back in the line and, and everyone's just looking at him. And like, at this point, like, she scared everyone else in line. Yeah. So they're all like, oh, I guess I have to be on her side. Like, and she Sarah became was the like, leader. Yeah, man, I was yeah. fucked yeah. up. We'll kill Get you. <laughs> I'd like to believe that she then proceeded to follow him over to the Indiana Jones ride and just <laughs> yell at him the entire line there, too. <laughs> Gotta love it. So while you, yeah, you're doing that, I, I walked over and I just got to walk through it all by myself. And yeah, it was such a different world over there. So awesome. See the Millennium Falcon, all that. Now, you guys finally met up with me. Yeah, go ahead. Did anyone try the blue milk? No, we did other drinks. I've had blue, the, milk, I've had blue, blue milk. Blue milk was not alcoholic. Yeah, it was one of. The, it felt like a waste. But does it taste like milk or is no, it? No, uh, like a buttermilk. So, no, butter so there's there's no dairy in it at all. It's um, it's, misleading. It, it's like a well, uh, when I when I talked to the when I talked to the food food and beverage people, they were like. We didn't want to be handing out dairy products in ninety degree Florida days. That seems like a that seems like a bad idea. I see what you're saying. Uh, we want everybody to be able to have the milk and uh, also keep the lines for the uh, refreshers, is what they're called in ah. space. Um, the for the refreshers uh, short. Uh, so what they are is the blue milk is kind of a more like is more like a, a like a fruity slushy kind of thing. Okay. And then the green milk has like a more of like a floral herbal kind of slushy thing going. They're very refreshing. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But not refreshing like a space bathroom. And like it refreshing like a space drink. It Got comes it. with a vanilla you. butter sugar cookie, Nick. Uh, only if you order it in the bar. Oh shit. But it's got a little <laughs> oh, shit. I wish I wish you did the horn on it. You didn't correct him and he's there in January and he orders it. He's like, "Where's the fucking well, the cookie?" Fuck <laughs> no, Anthony knows Can better I speak than to that. Your yeah. <laughs> Anthony knows better than that cuz Anthony's uh very There's, used to us again, calling him randomly at 2 o'clock in the morning. Once again, chip in the bi- in the base of my skull. Yeah. <laughs> I think I mean, we would have a, we would have had a good time no matter what, mm-hmm. but getting to go there with Anthony Carboni and have him answer every Star Wars question, give you every <laughs> back to back room conversation he's had about the park. Also then when John John joined us, who's now VP at Disney. Andrea's there getting shit done. We all just got to kick up. Right, have it a was great. great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I loved it too with Carboni because like we'd go into all the stores and stuff, and you knew the exclusive items of every store. So mm-hmm. you'd be like, oh, check this out. Or like, look at this thing. And a lot of it is like the generic stuff you kind of expect. But then you get into things where it's like the bento box. You're like, that's really rad. And then every store kind of has like the stuff that is super rare looking, where it's like there's only one of them, yeah. you know, and it's, it's very pricey. But even just having it there, it's like a museum of Star Wars shit. They sell the lightsaber crystals, and Anthony was running us through how like they used to have, like, what is it, the black crystal? They had a black crystal, uh, and they only put a certain number of them out during the day. And they used the crystals used to be out where you can just pick them up. Uh, and they were random, like you would randomly, like you would pick a blue crystal, and then you would randomly get like a black crystal, and they would be sure to let you know, like let a kid know, oh no, 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 you got a special one or whatever. Yeah. Uh, but people found out how to tell, like how to hold them up in the light just right to tell if they were getting a rare one. <laughs> so they had to put them like behind the counter, and also I don't know that they do them anymore, so they could be like 
double rare now. Yeah, Ooh, what, wow. what's super cool too yeah. is like you can make your own lightsaber, but then you can also buy the replica ones of the people. Yeah, and they just have this like beautiful display of every lightsaber ever. And it's like mm-hmm. and it's like that quality. Yeah, so I, one of the things that I love is like when when we went in and you were doing the sabers. Like one of the things that like you were saying, like I don't know if I want blue or green or blue. Like I'm I'm torn. What am I gonna do? What am I gonna do? And I was like. We're gonna go to this store later, and they sell every color, and you can have every color you want. So I went green, like, and then later, bought blue. <laughs> we'll get to all right. that. Yeah. When you and Andrea got over to join me, though, we went over and finally rode the Millennium Falcon, mm. which is like the one ride where I was like, "This won't be scary." I've seen. I, I like Millennium Falcons just fine. I want. I, I like, I'm a fan of all of them. I like them all. <laughs> love Millenniums. I mean? <laughs> love Falcons. So we, so we got in line again, single rider there, but it all worked out that we were all in the same game together, which is yeah. great. But g- even for me, like being someone who likes Star Wars, but not like love Star Wars, right? Uh, getting up there and getting into the Millennium Falcon was so cool. It the the ride itself is varying degrees of pretty cool. I would say, because there's different positions once you actually get into it. There's two pilots, two gunners, two engineers, um, and they all do variations of the same thing. Pilots, one of them's uh, controlling the up and down, one of them's controlling left and right. Gunners are just shooting shit, and then engineers are like poking buttons and stuff. Imagine like going to a, imagine like going to a Dave and Buster's, and there's like one of those machines that's like in a in a, like a closed off cart, mm-hmm. and like it t- four of your friends have to come and mm-hmm. like con- like it's like that, but like. To a high-end Disney level of, but design. how are you walking onto a giant life-size? And so that's Falcon? that's the cooler part. It's like so the ride itself is kind of this like video game that has cool moments, and if you get to be the right pilot, you get to punch to hyperspace, and it was the fucking coolest thing. I was lucky enough to have that. It was awesome. Did you send that to Kevin? Yes, like okay. they have all that. But um, root of it, no. chip no. in the skull. Oh, cool. Greg was supposed to bring you're gonna it shut too. the sound. The chip in the skull. You're going to shut this acti- illegal activity down of us watching Oh, that's ride? allowed. No, I think that's allowed. Yeah, yeah. that's allowed. Don't I think worry. that's fine. But, uh, I just um, want the chip in the skull. But before, like, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I would yeah. say the coolest <laughs> part of the ride is the queue, which is actually walking through the Falcon. Yeah. And as it's like going through, it's like it starts off a, a bit more just like. But is it like Star Tours where there's you know, Star Tours used to be you'd go and there's like four, four different ones. Yes. That you can go to. Okay. Yeah. There, you can't really tell. Yeah, yeah. no. They that do was a better job. It's not like Star Tours where it looks like. Star Tours is more like a shuttle bay. Yeah. This is like. It starts like Star Tours, where you're just like kind of winding through stuff, but eventually you're clearly on the Falcon. Yeah, and, and you got that chessboard. Then you go, thing. and then there's the chessboard, and like that's when everything just hits. Where it's like seeing the hallways that are like the the circle shapes up the pads. It's just freaking crazy. And my favorite thing about it is somehow they designed it in a way that it doesn't feel like there's a million people there. Yeah. yeah. Like, they separate the groups well enough before you get to the actual ride part that you're alone on the Falcon, it feels like. That's cool. Yeah. yeah. Like That's what that. I was worried about, because I, I would see these photos, and like, yeah, sure, it looks cool in this photo, but eventually it's just going to look I like mean, there's going to be 40 people in this yeah. tiny room. Kev, when you get a chance, bring up the photo of us at the chessboard. Yeah. Everyone can get that picture easily. Yeah. You, That's just, need, you just need to act. So you have about a minute in the room. Uh, before you move on, but like, if you want a picture with that thing, you can just walk up to it and get it. But you need to do it fast because eventually they're gonna be like, "Go in." Yeah, I would have just kicked it there all day. <laughs> <laughs> I live here now. You would have acted like the person that people come to take photos with. <laughs> and, <laughs> and, and look, it's it's Disneyland, and they and you know they have they have rules about like they want to make sure that you have like their employees are obligated to make sure you have the time you want to have, right? Yeah, yeah. Like that's one of the things that's that's kind of great about Disney, and so. Um, if you if your group gets called and you're like, mm, we'd like to take another picture at the table, they'll send another group ahead of you. Like they won't do it too too often because they'll be like, hey, you gotta let everybody enjoy the Falcon. Sure. But 
So I can't, I can't just pull out a Starbucks and be like, I'm here for the duration of my laptop. I start right with <laughs> yeah. Well, there are no outlets. That's the problem. It's like you can start. It's like you can start. Everybody's it's always all got induction it. charging yeah. on the, uh, on the Millennium Falcon. Yeah. Um, did, you, did you see the, uh, did you catch the kissing room, the little kissing hallway? No. The kissing hallway is there. And if you check out the lights on the, on the wall of the kissing hallway, the readout display, it makes a little X and a little O. Oh, I love it. It's very cute. That's my favorite part of it, too, is like just being able to be in the common area of the Falcon. Because. We got to, this is going to start off like a, like, not even a humble brag. It's going to start off like an asshole brag. Uh, (laughs) But we had like, we had like a Falcon, an interior of the Falcon for, uh, for solo press days and for the premiere and things like that, for special events. So I got to go into and like walk around on the Falcon like once before the park opened. And it was like. I was like shaking. I would freak out. You know what I'd I mean? I was cry. like shaking. And it was uh it was it was in particular it was Lando's Falcon from like the solo era. Mm. So like his like drink mixers were there and like you know what I mean? And I was just like, "Oh my god." And I was like walking around, I was like, "This is the most like it was at a, we had part of it at Star Wars Celebration. I made sure to like bring my mom on because I was like I was like, "Mom, look, this we're on the Millennium Falcon." <laughs> and I was like, "Oh my god, I can't believe like this is such an amazing feeling. Like I wish everybody could have this feeling." Yeah. yeah and yeah. then they were like, "Guess what?" And I was like, <laughs> "Yes." Yeah. So I just love that that they thought enough to make that as much of an experience as the riding of it, right? Yeah. Because yeah. we all want to sit at the Dejaric table, right? And we all want to like just hang out and push oh, buttons yeah. Oh, and yeah. like. That to me is equally as good as the ride. Totally, equally as. Good. I'm the type of person that will cry for anything, and I expect <laughs> to cry a lot. Oh, Andy, it's gonna like, hit you. That man. backpack the, the, is half when tissues. You, <laughs> when you first see the Falcon from the outside, <laughs> like you turn Underwear. a corner and you just see it parked there, and I've seen a thousand pictures, all of our friends in front of it. It hit me, man. Yeah, it's a moment. Like it's really special because it's huge. Like it is absolutely huge, and that's the other thing. You can totally get the picture. Mm-hmm. Like the picture you've seen everyone yeah, get. That's yeah. not just an exclusive, like, oh, we got to go because of this stuff. Anyone that goes to Galaxy's Edge can get that shot. It's that great. was the first thing I saw online when they released the picture, and it was like, you know, it was the father and the daughter, and the daughter's like pulling him towards the Falcon, and it's yeah, like yeah. totally empty, and everybody's like, never gonna happen. You'll never get that photo. And I was like, mm, that's probably true. That's probably true. And then people wa- were walking out with that photo. I was like, they did it. How'd they, they do it? it so well, man. How'd they do it? And I think part of that is the experience is so, uh, like, just overtaking where all the cast members there are mm-hmm. in character. Uh, can we, can we talk about these people that took our photo, by the way? Or do uh, we, are, are we, we doing, doing chronological? chronological? I think we're doing chronological. Let's do chronological. Okay. We'll get okay. there. We'll get there. So, yeah, I think you want, so let's go to you, the footage of you actually doing, driving, yeah. so, driving the Falcon. So, oh, there we go. Yeah, the Falcon. Please bring it up. And then Greg's perspective's after it. Is there audio? Yes. Yeah. This is like found footage or something. (laughs) The 15 things you see before you die. (laughs) Yeah. Right pilot, make the jump to light speed. Ugh. Tim, you did a great job jumping on Blythe. Thank you. Did. Thank you. Look at that. Wow. Holy shit. It's insane. Wow. <laughs> That's but yeah, really try cool. your best cool. to get the right what do you? What, uh, so what do you think? Kev, use Greg's perspective. Chip in the brain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you need to intervene here, please do. Oh, but what I... do you think that, like, how are the displays, uh, like, constructed to show you space? How, are like, LEDs? 
Like it's yeah, just, yeah, yeah. It is, it's, like, it's, yeah. It's 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 video wall stuff, but like outside of the the windows. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's like you you don't. Is really... it like a flat plane, or can you like? No, 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 no. Out. It's like it's the domed type of okay. situation. Yeah, I think it's like I think it's like a curved LED or something. Mm-hmm. But it's like so you've got your you've got your actual like windshield. And then there's a curved LED on the outside of it. Gotcha. So yeah, that's cool. it might even be projection, like yeah. rear projection around a, yeah. a dome. Like I, that, I think that would that. make the most sense. But it looks awesome. That's like cool. you were definitely surrounded by it. The, Greg, that was your perspective. The Greg's perspective is your lightsaber building. Okay. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So we did the ride. That was great. And then. But now hold on. I'm gonna send off. I got more stuff. I'm sending over here. Just because I, I forgot, I should have sent this to you. I, I was just focused on lightsaber stuff before. Kevin, this is coming to mm-hmm. control. For me, it was like getting on there, right? I can't believe how well done this thing is. And like the long and short of it, right, is, and I t- tweeted and talked about this after the fact, right, of like, it, this gave me such a newfound respect for Disney. This is the first time I've, I've ever, as an adult, gone to Disneyland or World for that matter and like had a, and like had such a great time. And that includes the stuff beforehand. But these guys but are up to something good. In particular, huh? <laughs> yeah, they, they might last. They might last. They're in particular, that, but then also going into here and having it down to such minute detail, right, that even for me as a casual Star Wars fan that I was, Andy, you're talking about crying, I was getting choked up, right? Especially when we'll get the lightsaber stuff. But in general, just being there and how much they love and care about this and nailed it, right? They did all this different stuff to make it work. But I'm somebody who's tearing up like in Cars Land. Like I can't imagine what Star Wars is. Dude, no, do Cars Land though is It's all in a cone. Everything you get is in a cone. <laughs> cars Land is I don't amazing. even like cars. <laughs> I think cars is dumb. I but walk I, everywhere. I, just, I just showed up and they yeah. all the food's in a cone. I love it. But when we got in there to do it, I, I pulled engineer, Tim and Andrew were pilots. When I got in there to do it and sat down, and they're like, all right, cool. The lady came in, she's like, all right, you know, have a great time, everybody. Uh, make sure you buckle your seatbelts. And I was like, seatbelts? And I put it on and clipped it, and then like the door left, and I, it did the and like a lock, and I immediately go, Andrew, does this go upside down? <laughs> and, like I was like literally about to fucking lose it immediately, and she's like, No, no, it doesn't go upside down. It doesn't do anything at all. Like, don't worry. I'm like, All right, fine. But even at some point, I had to put, I had my water bottle next to me. I had to put it on the floor to prove to myself that we weren't going like crazy, crazy, because <laughs> it feels the way they do. And like you move and shit, and you're up and down, and you're getting blasted with air. If Kevin has any of the footage I sent over, if it actually went, because we're trying to yeah, use which slack. one do you want? Uh, yeah, that one right there, yeah. Uh, well, that's there's two of whatever. It doesn't matter. There's that one of me. And, uh, that's not even. That's yeah. not what I meant. Sent doesn't matter. That's from the Jungle Cruise. Yeah, that's Jungle Cruise. Mm-hmm. Go to the other one, yeah. But like, it, this is just more footage of it. I don't know if this. I think this might be of me turning over as an engineer and slamming on the buttons on the wall or whatever. Or it might just be Tim playing. Because I wanted to make sure Tim got as much footage as possible. There you go. This is just what I'm doing or whatever. And like, they'd have air blasts out of the walls and stuff as you bumped into things. And then like anything that li- basically the. Was anything that lights up, I need to hit or whatever to try yeah. to make it go. Like, it was Woo. so much fun. Yeah, it's but so awesome. yeah, it was so, so cool. I want to, I want to, did you, I know, I know you're the, I know you're the big Star Wars guy here. I mean, I, I feel like everyone but Greg is the yeah. big Star Wars but guy. But like, um, were you aware of, were you aware of Hondo as a character before you had gone on Hondo I just, or Naka? I know, I know he's from Rebels and yeah. all that stuff. I haven't watched it. Um, Hondo is there and for whatever, he has, he has the, he has the Falcon because he just does, but. Uh, whether or not you know Hondo, the Hondo uh, animatronic when you're going on as he's giving you like the job and everything, yeah. it's like one of the most impressive things I've ever seen. Yeah, that character, that robot character yeah. that like Tuck, he's he's like moving individual fingers and he's like walking and he's like doing this and I was just like, damn, we've come a long way since we- Robot A. Lincoln. <laughs> 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 Kev, uh, I just sent assets uh, a video of us when we were just outside, kind of chilling, and it, talking about the cast members being so awesome. The stormtroopers are all in character. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> While we were waiting for our appointment for the lightsaber thing, 
Um, which again, even then, like you go up to them and it's not like, a, oh, I'm checking in for this thing. It's all space talk and it's all just like fully in character. Of like, we're like, oh, we're here for the, the lightsaber thing. And they're like, you mean the, uh, Junk the, shop, the, right? The, the, mm-hmm. junk, the wreckage? Because it's, it's, like, it's like you're doing a drug deal. Because yeah. like you're not supposed to be getting lightsabers. Um. <laughs> don't show, don't don't show don't it. Got, I told Kevin not it. to show, but yeah, he got <laughs> up too early. <laughs> um, oh, yeah. So I have a rule where whenever I'm at the park, I absolutely mess with the stormtroopers. And I think it should be everybody's rule. Uh, because they have to stay in character, <laughs> and they will stay in character. <laughs> yeah, 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 and it's a lot. It's just a lot. Listen, man, I don't know where you're at in your life in the year of our Lord 2019. <laughs> I just like to yell at authority. Feels yeah. good. It feels good to be able to yell at authority and know nothing's gonna happen, <laughs> 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 and know that authority feels like, yeah, okay, it's all right to yell at me. <laughs> I'm so just saying, it's just, a good just experience. Just wait for the one employee who's like, you know. This I'm, is my last I'm day. <laughs> <laughs> so I missed, like, it all happening, unfortunately. I didn't bring my, my camera out in time. But they were, like, messing with you, and you're messing right back. And mm. they're like, hey, you have, you have, you're causing trouble here? And yeah, play this. Well, I know I feel better. <laughs> Keep out of the old. Yeah. 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 How are their voices doing that? I'm sure it's pre-recorded. Yeah, they, it's, remember, it's, yeah. from what I've heard, it's in their gloves, right? They point and do things with their fingers. So they, they yeah, they were like messing with me, and they were like, are you trying to cause trouble? I was like, no, sir, I would never. I would never. And then I yelled at them as they started walking away. And then I, and then I so hid behind Greg. Greg. <laughs> as one does. But they have like, uh, I, think it's in, I think it's in their fingers. Yeah, like, you'll you see them move their fingers, their fingers, and they do that. I think it's like. It's cool, though, because like, as it's all happening, it kind of creates like a mini show. Mm-hmm. Like, so cool. people around like kind of stop and are looking because these stormtroopers are just yelling sure. at us, dude. Like, the it's one, awesome. the one person we didn't see that I was hoping we would see is there's like a main character because the whole idea is like uh, the whole idea is Black Spire Outpost, Galaxy's Edge is always, always, always set after Episode Eight. That's when it, it's always after episode. That's where it is in the timeline. Um, and the main character on Black Spire Outpost is a resistance spy named Vi Marathi. Mm. Um, and she is always running around. And if you can catch her and you know who she is and you talk to her like she's a spy, she will run you around and do like really cool shit with you. Yeah. Because uh, she's like, she's not in armor or anything. She's like a face character. So she's just like a person in a suit. And she'll just run you around. She'll be like, we got to find, you know, we've got to like find my friends. I'm like here. I'm like, I'm, are you with the resistance? Like, who are you? Like, and then as soon as you tell her, you know who you who she is. She'll like run you down back alleys and like hide with you and like mess that's with so the first cool. order with you. Awesome. Like, and, can like, you like? I mean, that's that's cool as shit for me. But like, can you imagine being a ten year old, being a like being a kid, like a young Andy, mm-hmm. experiencing this thing? It's got it's so mind blowing. Yeah. yeah, we ran. We did run into Ray, which I thought was cool. The, I Edward, wasn't there for that. I must have been. It must have been on the way out. Okay. I ran into Ray. There's Vimarati. Yeah, now she's we pretty know. dope. Now we know. So if you, ever know see, for her. if you ever see her, tell her you're with the resistance or tell her you know who she is. And uh, she'll she'll do some fun stuff with you. But yeah, we we ran into Ray. I guess it must have been earlier in the evening and yeah. like Ray can talk to you and like the sweetest thing in the world is like <laughs> you know that you know that Disney moment of like the little the little kid dressed like Cinderella who yeah, meets yeah, Cinderella. Yeah. Like that's cool. But like I had never seen the Star Wars version of that until yeah. I saw a little girl dressed like Ray. Meet Ray, and I was like, "Oh, that's what it is. <laughs> oh, that's why." I love it. <laughs> I love it. That shit's so adorable. So they don't have any of the characters that do. They have any of the characters that aren't alive right now, like Luke or any of that stuff. Uh, so, no. So they have you can you can meet 
Chewie, you can meet Ray. You can meet 3PO. You can meet R2. You can meet Vi. Kylo's there too, right? Kylo is there. Phasma is there. Um, Interesting. Yeah, so it's all, it's all got to be people that are kind of like, I think it's, you know, in, in the era of seven and eight. Like, I think it's actually in between seven and eight okay. is when it's set. So you can. Well, are they plan- Do you know if they're planning on doing anything after post nine? No idea. Yeah, because I imagine they're going to have to change some stuff. I think what they're going to, well, if you keep it frozen at that point in time, I think it's okay. Oh, okay. Because uh, what they do is, like, if you walk into. It's like into a trip th- some kid out if, like, Kylo Ren's dead after nine, and he's yeah. just like, wait a minute. Well, you can go in. And <laughs> Star can, Wars is a sham. You can, like, go to Tomorrowland and meet Darth Vader, mm-hmm. right? Like, you'll never meet Darth Vader With on, the gal- off on Galaxy's <laughs> Edge. <laughs> right. But point. you can go to Tomorrowland <laughs> by Star Tours, <laughs> and there's Darth Vader. Yeah. That's yeah, fair. Yeah. You know? Right, right. So they kind of keep it. It's just, yeah, it's just like a dead body yeah. on the ground. It's just, it's just like that. It's just a melted helmet. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, you know, before you get the lightest funeral pyre on fire. Yeah. Like, no, we can't keep that. It's really expensive. God. I, I'm of the, the of the mind, Anthony, and I don't know if you'd agree with me, that, you know, Tim loves this damn green lightsaber, right? Mm-hmm. But I think he likes it only because it was the newer one. Yeah. Like, it was always it's the blue the iPhone one. 11. And then the green popped out. It was like, whoa, that's new. So I'm of the mind mm-hmm. that, like, what if lightsabers were always, always orange, and then we saw like a yellow one, and we were like, "Ah, oh, the yellow one's dope." Like, I feel like that's what you're I doing. Feel like yellow's a step too far for me. Green is well, like just in going, my green, comfort zone. The green zone. hilt you, is also so cool. And the hilt's cool. what sells me. Mm-hmm. You know, Luke's hilt is so cool. And I think that's the thing is like the green is definitely somebody who who is like, "Oh, Luke." Like Luke did. You know what I mean? Like when you get the when you get the second one, you're just like, "Oh, that was the original one," and then he made his own. Yeah. He made it's his Luke own. Saber, man. He made that for himself. I, I love Don't it. sleep on Qui Gon, all right? No, yeah. I'm with yeah. you. I'm with you, man. No, like my, my boy. Qui Gon's hilt is ugly. It is. Qui Gon and Obi Wan, like first hilt, hideous hilts. I don't wow. have one, but I think when I when I finally make mine, I think I'm, I'm gonna go purple. I don't I'm gonna go. Oh, I'm gonna I go purple. Too. I want to go orange. I'm gonna go purple oh, for Windu. You they have to have buy orange separately. Oh, you, so you, make you can't make it in the store. Go buy the orange. Oh my god! I any love color, orange. any color that exists within canon, you can get. Yeah, because I, I, I still think that like if it was, if it were always blue as the standard, or if I, if green was always a standard, mm-hmm. and then blue popped up, I feel like Tim would be as horny for blue. Hundred percent. Because it'd be like, oh, well, that's the new one. Yeah. I can't like, fight that's that. The new model, you know. Yeah. Uh, but they'll let you like. Like Greg went full Sith with his. He went full dark side. Well, yeah, but they'll so let now, you do like dark side hilt with a blue. Kyber that's the crystal. thing. We leave. We leave uh, uh, the Millennium Falcon ride, mm-hmm. and then we went and saw some other stuff, and then we came back for our appointment to get uh, our lightsabers, right? And so when you went over there, yeah, the first thing you do when you check in or when you get checked in is you sit there and it's like, all right, which package do you want? And it had been, a, you know, Tim had been going back and forth if he wanted green or blue this entire time, right? And that, we're having these conversations that he is blue, but he wants green. We got teal. Do we, can we do a teal? It's blue. No, I would, I would, I would love blue. to do an aquamarine. Yeah, it's, it's blue. blue, man. It's blue. I would love to just, do an aquamarine. In the right, light, light blue. blue. Yeah, like, well, just a mix between the greens and the blues. My favorite. Cannon. Seafoam. Remember Cannon? Mm-hmm. Cannon. All right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Anyways, we had had this conversation over and over again at the, at the uh, hotel. And then when we finally got there, my idea was clear the mechanism, right? Because I was thinking green for Qui-Gon. But then when I got there, I was like, I don't know, and I don't want to match Timmy. That was the other big mm. thing. I don't, you know, we look too much alike already with the exact same lightsaber. That's an issue. When we got there, and I looked at, they laid out the hilts and whatever. I cleared, cleared the mechanism, cleared my mind, and I wanted to know which one spoke to me. And I went, I went that one right there. Did, and that's when, I, and it was said power and control. And I was like, fuck, I'm a bad guy. Oh yeah, you know, what well, I mean? we all know this, but mm-hmm. you know, we talk about that all the time. To your face and behind your back. Of course, grabbler, grabbler. I understand. You no. came back with a red lightsaber. I was like, yeah, that makes sense. Obviously, and then but that after was the all thing. this talk. 
of him getting the green lightsaber. He was pretty sold. Like, he was sold on the green. And then we turned him on. I look over and he had red. I'm like, that son of a bitch. <laughs> well, it was Why the thing of I going not? in there. I knew once I picked power and control and I knew we had a conversation about who spoke to me. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? What they sounded like. If they yeah. had a British accent or if they were like. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, it was like that. That's you. And so I go in there and I respect canon enough that I'm not going to take the power and control lightsaber hilt and then put in a green blade. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, like, I look like a clown. Look like Christmas out there, and it'll totally be disrespectful. All the Jedi. all the other space, be a great way all to the blend other space in. bullies will yell at him. Be a great way to blend in. You know what I mean? If you were like, if you're running through the darkness, and, and like it's yeah. a green lightsaber, the Jedi is like, oh man, you're you're dead. You know what I mean? Yeah. Tricked you, gotcha. I'm a bad guy. It's a good, good trick. Yeah, exactly. Space trick. Just just random murders. <laughs> That's a trick. That's cool. a trick. So yeah. then you choose one of the four. Different kind of packages, and then you you wait in this little area. You get a button that signifies which one you pick, so that when you go, so in there, I don't know. Can I just please lay down me? the the brilliance the brilliance of Disney's merchandising department? <laughs> I I told you about this when we did it. There are four pins. Now I'm a pin collector. I'm a pin trader. That's who I am. Pinhead. I'm a pinhead. That's what we call ourselves. That's in the your game. character in the galaxy. That's what we call. That's what we call each other in the oh, game. It's that old pin oh, it's a pinhead. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the pin there are trader. four pins that you can only get for building a lightsaber of the corresponding pin. So essentially, this is a $250 pin. <laughs> and there are four of them. And my Star Wars pin collection is incomplete until I have all four of those pins. I don't want four lightsabers. <laughs> you don't need four lights. I don't need four lightsabers. I need the one lightsaber that is my lightsaber. I feel like this I need four pins. I think this is an easy solution. <laughs> yeah. We open up to the fans and say, hey, if you're not into pins, we need the following three for Anthony Carboni. They ship them to me and I burn them on the And then this you podcast. sell them to him. Yeah. <laughs> you, you, sell, you sell them $150 <laughs> yeah. each to Anthony Carboni. It's a deal. I melt them along with deal. all the dirty old churros at the end of the day. It's likely that I'll be buying. A lightsaber. Mm-hmm. You're gonna or you have to. It's a cool pin. Because that, that's the oh, yeah. thing. Is like, you have to get when the one we, he doesn't have. We got, like, again, at this point, I'm already like, the Millennium Falcon, yeah. that was insane. That was amazing. Being in this area, I can't believe the love and care that's gone into this. The costumes uh, for the people who are walking around, mm-hmm. interacting with everybody. I already bought the, yeah. the cuffs I and had. And they won't speak to you like Disney employees either. Even if they're, like, working at a shop or whatever. Yeah. They speak to you like they're from Batu. Like, yeah, you're on this planet with them, right? Where are you from? But, like, when we... Got the pins and then got ushered into the one room and then got it ushered into the actual back room and got the entire presentation. Like, I know when I read McCaffrey's piece at IGN about spending the $200 for the lightsaber or whatever, it's like, oh, that's a cool thing for your daughter. And it was like, oh, it's, it seems like a cool thing. Blah, blah. And then I, I don't think if we had it, like, obviously it was a EA trip to see uh, this. They, we had, they gave us passes to get into Disney. Mm-hmm. If I'd paid my own way into Disney and it was like a family vacation, yeah, so I would have been like, oh man, I don't want to spend another $200 for a lightsaber I ever use. Having it be like, well, I really have no skin in this game, so it isn't that big of a deal. Coming out the other side, I recommend every human being who ever goes there does this. Yeah. Because it was the, th- the coolest fucking shit I've ever seen. It was insane. Like, it, they, they made sure that it's worth the money for the experience, where the story that they build and the, the way they manipulate your emotions with music and lights and everything, I've never experienced something like it. It was a Disneyland show, but it's for you. And then you get to build the thing yourself, so it feels so much more real. 
and it feels like you're in Fantasmic. It feels like you're in any of whatever your favorite Disneyland thing is. Yeah. But it's like you just believe in the Star Wars world at that point, mm-hmm. where they're like they build it so well, where the the people you're talking to are like, all right, we're in here, and they like close all the doors and windows. Because yeah, like, the whole thing is like, it's a junk shop, right? They, they try to keep it off the radar of the bad guys, so it's a junk shop. They don't even know. They take you through like a side door into the room, close that up, and then it is like, all right, we, here's the real reason you're all here, and let's talk about what you're about to do. Yeah. And they, they have the whole presentation where they show they explain each crystal. They have the stuff. I don't know how much you want to show or what you're going to talk I, about. I mean, if Eddie's going to do it, I don't think we should show it. Yeah, yeah. I, I think it's something where, like, if you... I've seen photos Yeah, no. They ain't living it. I'm don't. telling you, like, you're talking about there's you're going to cry. Twice I choked up. Yeah, no, I, there's I, I sort a of, moment. Uh, it's on and camera of me crying. There, it's, and I've seen it three times. There is a moment where it uh, it doesn't matter, dude. You're, I mean, well, you cry at everything you just said, so, yeah. but it doesn't matter who you are. You're going to, even if you don't, usually feel a connection to Star Wars very much, that moment is just going to be like a very powerful moment I was one with the Force in that moment. Yeah. You know? And there, there are multiple moments in it. It's like mm-hmm. there was the end where it's like really, really intense. But man, as they're just going through and telling the stories of different like Jedi that have come before or whatever, it's like this is excellent. And like it's scripted, but it feels off script. Like you just you just believe Great so performances. much. We had, good, we had a good leader. Yeah, we had and a like, good leader there. And again, like oh, back the, to the point. Oh, I, I just assumed it was like a pre-recorded. No, oh, so, no, this, okay. this is a live action have show. You, have you gone? Have you gone to Harry Potter Land? No. Okay. There's they do kind of a similar thing there where like you go the to the wand, wand shop and they pick one kid out of the audience and that kid gets to pick a wand right and it's like well try this wand and the kid like waves it and something explodes it's like well that one's not for you and then it's like and this kid goes through and you watch as this kid gets the perfect wand right this is that but everybody gets picked everybody gets to interact with the shopkeeper at Ollivander's everybody gets a moment to believe that they're going to go to wizard school that's what they did with this. So there are, there are four or five actors in the room with you. There are, like, full music cues. There's, like, full production. Like, it's a thing. The first time I saw it was when they were rehearsing it, and we didn't even get to see the whole thing. I only got to see, like, the second half, and I'd, I stood up against the back, and they were like, you know, there's, like, a guy from Disney running it with, like, a timer to make sure that everything was going smoothly, and, like, that moment popped up, and I was like, oh, no! And I looked around and like everybody else, and we were just on the back wall watching a rehearsal, and yeah, we were like yeah, falling. Yeah. Of course, we were all we're all Lucasfilm employees, so we had a little more, you know. The chip went really off. Yeah, this chip went off and said, "Cry now." Yeah. Um, <laughs> but no, it's it's beautiful, and it's uh, I think it, I think it's the best part of the experience. One hundred percent, and it's and totally it's worth the money. That they allow you to bring people in and to watch it with totally. you. Totally, yeah. Because like, it's just as cool just to be in the room yeah. as, as you're Not to mention it. it was super helpful to have, like, you were filming Tim, Andrew was filming me. Mm-hmm. And, like, you know, to have the, all those stuff and those Yeah, I have the whole caught. thing uncut, man. Had yeah, Andrea yeah. been already? No. Oh, okay. I don't think at least. No, she not. hasn't. Yeah, yeah. And what's cool, too, is, like, these things are really quality, man. Anytime someone holds it for the first time, they're like, whoa. Like, there's, like, a, a weight to them. And as you're, there's enough options to make it feel like it's your own, totally. but not be overwhelming. Mm-hmm. And I think that, I don't know how that they, they managed to balance that, but I think it came down to the choice of the four different styles. But you get this kind of, like, bento box looking thing, actually, mm-hmm. <laughs> with a bunch of different parts. And, like, you go through and it's like, choose and one of And you can these, try them on, try them off, yeah. and do the thing and that. But even, like, the idea of, like, I think if you were to show me this and like, oh yeah, we built it, I'd be like, oh cool, you put it all together. The fact that if you take it all apart, which you can do very easily, like I said, like I just to be safe, disc uh, took it apart. Tim traveled like this, but when you can get all the way back down to where the crystal is, like you know what I mean? Like I picked out my crystal and put my crystal into the thing. 
And the device itself was smart enough of like it knew it was in there, it lit up at that point. Like if you take the blade off and you try to turn it on, it like fritzes out. It doesn't it makes a noise different than it does That's when it turns cool. on wow. stuff. Yeah. 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 Very the, cool the whole stuff. presentation was awesome and to be done with it. And the, what I, about the droids? The droid we went into building. the droid thing, but we didn't build them. Yeah. Oh. I was gonna say, tell me about the droids after our word from our sponsors. Ladies and gentlemen, this episode of the Kind of Funny Podcast is brought to you by our sponsors. Let's start with Felix Gray. You may not realize it, but the average American blasts their eyes with bright screens for 11 hours every day. When you consider how much our day revolves around the devices, it doesn't seem so crazy. I'm on my phone. I'm on my computer. I'm playing games on the Switch. I'm playing games on the PS4. The fact is, we can't eliminate extensive screen time from our lives, but you can protect your eyes from it with a pair of Felix Gray blue light filtering glasses available in both non-prescription and prescription. The majority of Americans live with tired, dry, blurry visions or headaches caused by screens. If this sounds familiar, Felix Gray glasses are for you. Felix Gray glasses filter out 90% of high-energy blue light and eliminate 99% of glare coming from your daily barrage of screens. Unlike other blue light filtering glasses, Felix Gray uses proprietary blue light technology embedded into the lenses as opposed to the cheap coating that can easily chip or scratch over time. Felix Gray is on a mission to make fashionable, high-quality blue light protection widely accessible by offering a variety of frames for all faces and shapes and styles. Tim has a pair. He likes them over there, and you know Tim was having some eye trouble. This is going to help. Felix Gray frames are handcrafted from the same high-quality materials used in high-end designer frames like organic uh, Italian acetate and German engineered steel. Felix Gray glasses are available in non-prescription, prescription, and readers, as well as adult and kid sizes. Don't go another day looking at screens without some kind of help from Felix Gray's. Go to felixgrayglasses.com slash kinda for free shipping in the 30 days of risk-free returns or exchanges. That's felixgrayglasses.com slash kinda. felixgrayglasses.com slash kinda. Up next, it's Mint Mobile. If you're still using one of the big wireless providers in 2019, have you asked yourself what you're paying for? Between expensive retail stores inflated prices and hidden fees you're being taken advantage of because they know you'll pay. Enter Mint Mobile. Mint Mobile provides the same premium network coverage you're used to, but at a fraction of the cost because everything is online. Mint Mobile saves on retail locations and overhead, then passes those savings directly onto you. Uh, Tim's using it with his mom right now, got her set up. It's way cheaper and better for him. Mint Mobile makes it easy to cut your wireless bill down to just 15 bucks a month. Every plan comes with unlimited nationwide talk and text. With Mint Mobile, stop paying for unlimited data you'll never use. Choose between 3, 8, or 12 gigabytes of LG... Oh, I'm sorry, 4G LTE data. Uh, use your phone with any Mint Mobile plan and keep your same phone number along with your existing contacts. Ditch your old wireless bill and start saving with Mint Mobile. Get your new wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month and get the plan shipped to your door for free. Go to mintmobile.com slash kinda. That's mintmobile.com slash kinda. Cut your wireless bill down to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash kinda. I are back. Right? Yeah. So there's like nothing about the joints. <laughs> no, we got when we went in there, that was cool as well. That was a really cool spot, but yeah. nothing to this. It's very yeah. yeah, it's very it's very well designed and like there are a lot of cool details for people who like there are parts of droids from like deep canon stuff where like you can be like, oh no. Like oh, yeah. Okay. Uh and the, they're fun and they like they're kind of like those talking, like the talking Mickeys or the talking Winnie the Poohs. So like you get like a little box that you can carry it around in or you can buy a little backpack for it. Um, so like you kind of build, you decide whether you're going to build a ball droid or an R droid. Okay. So you build your BB-8 or your R2-D2 uh, and you go through a thing where somebody leads you through it much like the Saber thing and you go through a power-up sequence where it, it like comes to life and it looks at you when it comes to life and it's like, oh hi, and it makes like happy beeps or like, 
Uh, and then, yeah, my baby, it's a baby, my baby, my baby. Um, so, <laughs> and then you can buy different behavior chips for them. So you can get a, a, a dark side droid, you can get a, you can get a first order droid, a resistance droid, or you can get a smuggler droid. And they all make different noises and have slightly different personalities. And then the big thing with the droids is, as you walk them through the park, either in the backpack or in the carrying case, they react to things in the park. Oh, wow. So like, if Kylo walks by your droid and you have a resistance droid, it'll be like. <laughs> or if it's like, or if you pick like the dark side droid and Kylo walks by, it's like, wop, 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 you know, like, what's up, dude? Wow. Yeah. That's really It's cool. cool. Yeah. <laughs> it's very cool. That's really if they do, the, If they do one for uh, BD-1 from Fallen Order, if I could get one to wear on like a backpack, that'd be cool. Like, BD yeah. is such a good design. He's so cool. He's yeah. so cool. So when we finished this, we had the lightsabers and we had time to kill before they closed out the park and that stuff. So we were walking over and like John had showed up at this point. We're like, oh, let's go get photos in front of the Falcon or whatever because they have a, they have photographers who are there. I'll take your photo. And then you what? You get a UPC or whatever mm-hmm. and then you can buy the one you want or whatever. So since we were there and John was there and he's an employee, he's like, no, totally there with us and blah, blah, blah. So we, and if you have annual pass, you get the pictures free. Oh, perfect. So we were in line talking to them for a while. And these photographers, first off, were awesome. And they do it all the time. So like they knew where to shoot you from. They told, knew what to do. They did a bunch of different angles. They did like, you know, all right, I'm putting you, I'm, oh, you know, leaving the shutter open now. So on the count of three, you know, swing your lightsaber down or whatever. That's the dope ass shots. Yeah. Did you send it? Yeah. I was going to say, I thought thought I saw it over there, right? Of me like swinging it down to Kevin. You, it's one of the ones you sent. There you go. There you go. Yeah. Right. Like in front of the Falcon. That's fucking awesome. But here's what I love. Like when you look at the two of you, when you look at Tim's and then you look at Greg's, like you can see the way they were like, they were playing with their sabers differently. Like Tim was pretending to be a Jedi, <laughs> and then you see Greg. And Greg, can is, you go back to Tim's? Greg not is, pretending. Greg is an ogre swinging a club. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, yeah. He's, like he's very Kylo about it, where he's like, and it's so pure fun rage. That, yeah. You know what I mean? It's just like I just. Why did Grandpa hit you. love me? It doesn't matter how it looks. I just need to hit you right now. Right? Yeah. But like when we're hanging out with them again, like you're talking about, everybody there's in character. Mm-hmm. And so when we were waiting in line with them and they were in character talking to us, like we just started joking around about, oh, we're, well, we do YouTube. What's YouTube? This, that, and the other. Mm-hmm. Trying to explain it to you, like, how do you explain it? I was like, well, you know how like when you have a droid and they'll sh- they'll they'll project something in blue, like we do that. And where are we talking? Like, oh, it's a, this whole thing. And so when we went on long enough and we got all the photos done there, eventually the one woman who was with us was like. All right. Do you guys want to come? Do you guys want to come see something? Like I'm going to take you to some secret coordinates. You're not allowed to tell anybody. This isn't something we do. This is not something you do for everybody. Blah 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 blah. And and I, it's real, right? Like she doesn't do this for everybody. But it also was like even if you're lying to me, it's this like is you're awesome. in character. I'm yeah, not yeah. really sure what's going yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. Like all right, cool. Yeah. So like they took us in the back way to the Falcon, right? And one, which is usually just an out where you would just walk past and never do it. And they did these professional photos in there of us. So like usually you can go in there and everybody can get the ones in front of the uh, Falcon or whatever. But then they pulled this side in here and then gave us like these different photo shoots where it was yeah and i do force choke you know have your saber out do all this stuff i put one up on my instagram where i'm like you know bob Iger is like darth yeah. sidious mm-hmm. the moral <laughs> of the story though and I, I think this is real is just talk there to it is yeah, there we go there's our fucking power move uh, <laughs> but like talk to the people and like play into the story mm-hmm. because they'll then give you cool opportunities yeah i think a lot of people walk in and you know this is look this is gonna sound like the chip in my head but this is like a legitimate this is like legitimately. The more I he talks s- about it, the more I'm like, maybe he does. <laughs> have it in his uh, head, I do want to say this because I do think this is cool. unlike Disneyland, where it's walk around and things will happen, and it's ooh ah, look at these things that are happening. I think, I think people who go in with that idea of Galaxy's Edge wind up thinking it's a little less exciting than the rest of the park. Whereas like, if you go into Galaxy's Edge and you go, I'm in Star Wars, I'm going to talk to these people like I'm in Star Wars, I'm going to make things happen for me in this galaxy. 
uh, you have the best time. Yeah. Because they're all playing a character. The only I think the only the only people who are playing characters at the same level are like the goth kids who get to work at the haunted mansion and they just stand behind you and they scare you and they keep like they're completely you know and it's all puns about dead people. <laughs> That's the only people that are like equal level to Galaxy's Edge because these people. The photographers are like, we're image scanners. Yeah, yeah, we yeah. like to grab everybody as they come in from off world. That's like, so what cool. do you do? And then I would ask him, I'd be like, glasses, huh? Like, oh, is that what these are called? Off worlders leave things behind all the time and we just take them because they look nice. You <laughs> know yeah, what I mean? like, the, like these, the, the girls that were doing the photography, they were kind of dicks. Like they were just like giving us shit the whole mm-hmm. time. And I was like, this is awesome. Mm-hmm. You're space dicks. Yeah. <laughs> they told us, they told us something about how our clothes looked so weird and dumb to them. Yeah. Like it was, they were having like a really good time. And if My you ego play could around. Not allow that. <laughs> <laughs> like, what? I want to talk to your manager. Yeah. <laughs> Kevin, um, we throw up the one I just in, out. from the Instagram link I sent you. Like, how are you the manager here also? <laughs> here's my here's a question for you guys. You're not allowed to cosplay in Disneyland, are you? No. no. So no, but there's weird rules with Galaxy's Edge. At like I can't show up in my we Han Solo there. outfit and just hang out. No, we were there around Halloween though, so people were allowed to do certain things for horror nights or whatever. What was yeah, it? there was like an after Mickey's. hours for Mickey's or Oogie Boogie, whatever it's yeah. called. Yeah. So yeah, that that was the case. If you go to Polygon, right? Isn't it? No one's going to probably know him. Dan Amrick, uh, Ubisoft, formerly, whatever. Dan Amrick wrote something for, I believe it was Polygon, that is uh, him and his wife for their anniversary, or maybe his birthday, went there skating the line where they can't cosplay, right? But they built characters mm-hmm. that they wanted to go be as. And so uh, they're in they're normal clothes, but they're getting as close as you can to the point that staff security, when they walked over, like, you know, um, uh, performers have to go through this entrance or whatever. Mm-hmm. They're like, no, no, we're here. And they was like, ooh, I gotta call a manager. Yeah. And the manager's like, you're close, but it's cool. Like, go on in. And like, they kept getting stopped and they did the thing where they had their, they printed their own Republic credits that yeah. they were giving out. And like, uh, everybody who's there working that they talked to was so, uh, like, so into it that they were into it. And they were like, they, I think they get to cut a line at some point and all the school shit. Like and they're better. I think it is. Da- yeah, 100%. Well, they have the, is it, what is it called? Disney, uh, Disney Bounding? Disney Bounding. Yeah, where people Re- kind of you can't go dressed as Ariel, but you can go in like a black top and a blue skirt. You right, know what right, I mean? Right, like right. as long as you don't look like Ariel. So, and I think they're better at Galaxy's Edge now because Dan went when they first opened, and now they're a little better at like, oh, okay, that's not sure. Employed. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, we yeah, know. Yeah. But so yeah. yeah, Kevin, real quick, throw back up the t- the dark Tim one of him in the mm-hmm. hallway. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. With the the, the force. He's part. called Dark Tim. We saw him in the trailer. We don't know what it means. <laughs> <laughs> Give me one second. There's a lot of like rumors. Yeah. Lot of, the symbolism is there, and like clearly, yeah. clearly the plot was leaning in that direction, possibly, <laughs> but we don't know. So yeah, show this is again this is the private spot we went to. All right. Mm-hmm. So then show my Instagram because this woman's there. She has this fish island. She's doing all this different stuff for us, right? And she's taking all these different shots. And again, they send us everything, right? Then show Andrea Renee. I had to ask Andrea's permission to share this photo. She said it was okay. She they did the fish eye, which looks great when your hands out. Not so much when it's just your shoulder. <laughs> if you're an audio listener, Andrea's head looks about the size of a kiwi. Yeah. <laughs> Her arm is a redwood looks, tree. She looks like she is working out to portray Arnold Schwarzenegger yeah. in the Terminator in the One, Terminator One like biopic. And it was that we all were like, oh man, look how great this photo is. Oh my god. Oh, and then Andrew's like, what the fuck? <laughs> her, her head's like the size of her hand. Yeah. <laughs> it was awesome. She That's was a good sport about it. It was great. And it was, yeah. Then after that, we, you know, wandered around a little bit and then we went to the cantina. Yeah, mm-hmm. the cantina was, was super awesome. But then for me, like the thing that I, I didn't even think about and didn't expect yeah. is when we left. Oh, like, right. We closed we left the cantina. before it ended. Yeah. yeah. Uh, maybe like 20 minutes or yeah, something. Yeah. 
And uh, Greg and I are walking out, and like as we're walking, I'm looking around, I'm realizing, I'm like, there's no one here. Like we're in Disneyland right now, and there is nobody. But the music's still playing. They don't stop. It's the lights just, are still it, on. Lights are still on. Yeah. It's still Disneyland. That's why you have, we have the photos of you in front of the castle. Yeah, and, like, Kevin said that stuff, too. Yeah. But uh, so yeah, we eventually uh, got to the uh, in front of the castle. Mike, we gotta take this picture. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. Th- it's this so is good. insane. Now the thing is, if you look close, there is one person. Oh, but I that's one of the people the escorting line. you out. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I can Photoshop that guy yeah, out real easy. easy bro. It's so funny how many people didn't believe that this was real yeah. uh, when I posted it. But they're like, yeah. "How the fuck is this possible?" It's, it's so funny because you're you're such a you're such a Disney fan in general, right? Whereas like, whereas like, I think Disney is very cool, and I, I I respect the amount of detail they put into the park and whatever. But for me, it's Galaxy's Edge. Yeah, it's like Galaxy's Edge and the Haunted Mansion, and then I can go. Yeah, but like. So I didn't even think as I was walking out. I was walking out with Altano, and it's like me and him and like literally nobody else. Or, yeah. or me, Altano, and, and Jake Baldino, and we're like walking out. There's nobody else there. I wasn't even thinking about taking pictures. I was just like, cool, yeah. Well, that, uh, that was like, <laughs> We're like the only people that did yeah. it. I think Andrea got a shot from behind the castle. Yeah. Uh, but like, you can't get this shot. This, like, oh, dude, there was a line for an hour to get that yeah, shot. Yeah, and there's tons of people around this, this thing. That's, that's insane. Um, that's the special Halloween shot. Like we literally walked in, and there was like there was like literally people waiting for an hour to get their picture taken in front of that. Yeah. What's, yeah. That, what's behind it? What's that long? It's the string. sting of the pump. Oh no, that's just a pole. <laughs> oh okay. Yeah. But uh, as we, like the exit's like right there, so like we're about to go, and we start talking to the the dude, and I was like, it was super like, like wait, how long do you have to stay here? Like it was something crazy, like four thirty a.m. Yeah. We're like, damn. I was like, when do they turn the music off? He's like, dude, they didn't, yeah. they don't. Yeah. Like it just stays on at all. It would drive me crazy. Yeah. It would drive me nuts. It would drive yeah. me nuts if I was a Disney employee, and I was like, because it's it. like an hour loop, right? Yeah. Or something like it can't be. It's not like eight hours of music. It's no, like an it's, hour it's loop. It's longer than. Because you can get the, the CDs that yeah. have it. It's like it's longer than you'd expect. It's not like you're hearing the same song it's on not, loop. It's yeah. not long when you're there for eight hours. Or it's, it's not yeah. that short when you're there for eight hours alone. I, yeah, I, used, I used to work at an Italian restaurant where they had a loop of like an hour of Italian music, like mm. Dean Martin. And by yeah. the third week I worked there, I'm like, this is insane. Yeah. It was not good. But you're then like after a while, you're like, like, yeah, Dino, yeah, yeah, I'm thinking about drinking too. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Exactly. It was brutal. That's a joke for all the over 50s out there. <laughs> for me and Nick. It was and awesome. all the other over 50s out there. It was incredible. Like, it, was, it was so insane. Like, all around. It was such a great experience. Yeah. 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 I'm, glad, I'm glad you guys had it. Mm-hmm. Me too. Yeah, thanks. Uh, I just, uh, Altano, cool Brian Altano, tried to walk out early. And I caught him before he walked out early. I was, like, such a dad. I was like, don't He's you do it. He's dad. like, I want to go FaceTime yeah. my daughter. He's like, I'm going to go. It's, and he, it's like, you're not, daughter? dude. It's 145. You're not FaceTiming anybody. I was yeah. like, don't leave. It's like, stay. It's like another 15 minutes. Stay, stay, stay. He was like, I got to go. I was like, you're not pulling this thing. You're not pulling because we're all walking to the same bus. You're not getting out of here earlier than we are. <laughs> you're waiting in the bus. Wait here. Have another fuzzy tauntaun. Yeah, yeah, God. <laughs> that was, that was you had one, and then I was like, I'll try to something else. And I was like, yeah, I gotta go back to this tauntaun. It's fuzzy tauntaun all the way down. Yeah, it was, yeah, it was. Yeah. And that was the thing. Then the rest of the night, when I'd run into people and they'd be drinking, I'm like, oh, fuzzy tauntaun. And they all, I shit you not, four different people were like, yeah, Carboni told me to get it. It's awesome. Yeah. I'm like, so he, here's he's the, the mayor of Star the Wars. The recap like. of this episode is mm-hmm. fuzzy tauntaun. Yep. Mm-hmm. Do the lightsaber thing. Yep. Single rider of Space Mountain is the pro tip that'll make you look cooler than anyone else. Also for the Falcon. That's really all you need to know. Well, single red for everything, but like, it's new for Space Mountain, and nobody knows. Like, even the people that are like, in the know of Disneyland, like, I was shocked that it existed, and it's super hard to find. Okay. Pro tip. Those are good tips. Anthony Carboni, thank you. Thank you so much for joining us. Oh my gosh, thanks for having me. Thanks again for flying up on an hour's notice to do Extra (laughs) Life as well, and just stay up all night. I, I do it. 
for the gargantuan, for those giant kids, massive, gorgeous children, those big bloated <laughs> kids. On the pre-show, one Tim Gettys did try to get me to break a few embargoes on mm -hmm. the Watto game we're working on and how small he can get or how big he can get. I want Listen, you know, we're I, not I, talking about how small Watto can get right now. Yeah. Uh, we know that the fans are interested in a small Watto just mm -hmm. as we're interested in a small Watto, and we want you to know that we're Watto fans just like you are. Mm -hmm. yeah. We want to see how small Watto can get to, and we're very excited about the things that we can do with current levels of technology. As Greg said, uh, we're excited uh, to show more of the small Watto later. At the Game Awards. Later. Or less. <laughs> okay. oh. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been the Kind of Funny Podcast each and every week. Four, sometimes five best friends gather on this table, each bringing their lives to the table to talk to you. If you like that, head over to patreon.com slash kindoffunny. You can watch us record the show live. You can get a pre and post show. You can get it ad free. However, if you have no bucks to toss our way and support, no big deal. Head over to youtube.com slash kindoffunny. Rooster Teeth and podcast services around the globe each and every Friday for an episode without a pre and post show and it has ads so suck on that until mm -hmm. next time no it's been our pleasure to serve you <laughs>